And now, the bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Sitting by the fire with my two best friends, Dan Soder and Big J Okerson. They're lost in the woods, but look where I found a couple of tapes lying on the ground. It's the lost tapes. Hey everybody, it's the Lost Tapes. It's the Bonfire, Comedy Central Radio, Series XM95, Big J Okerson, Dan Soda. We're doing it from our secret location. <laughs> We're coming from a secret location. We also should have done the we should have done the beginning like Buttershot Scroll or go, you're on. Yeah, go. Go. And Ready? go. Go. Yo, baby girl, what up? Uh, we went through Butterscotch Swirl deep last week. Uh, actually, not that deep, it turns out. We've been going a little deeper today. We're hanging out at uh, my house. We're doing one of our lost tapes from the house. And we have sitting with us uh, bonfire favorites. Of course, it is uh, Shane Gillis and Brian Six, otherwise known as Beezer, uh, here on the show. Interesting day. Already, since everybody came over. All three of you showed up at the exact weird time that we got a random knock on the door from what looked like bad guys from Marked for Death. Like guys wearing hats with long, tiny dreads. Yeah. What? Not the, the fucking heater, I think, is making some wild Oh, noise. yeah, we should probably turn the heater off. Can you hear it? Are you picking it up, Christine? It's making a lot of those little... <laughs> what? Little twitchies. Is that new service you just like signed this. up for? Is, is our new service? It just, yeah, it just wheezes like old women. Yeah, during the winter, uh, the ghosts in the building get put through the heater. Help me, Jason. <laughs> but they knocked on the door, and really, like, five minutes into it, I was like, maybe this is weird bullshit. They've asked for a lot of information. It looked like when they hung out for forty minutes. It looked like when Jermaine Dupri or like uh, mid nineties rappers would try to do like gangster music videos from the twenties. That's how they were dressed. Yeah. They're just like Harlem Knights. It was Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights came to your house. He was wearing a zoot suit, and yeah. he was he. You got tricked. You got tricked. You got tricked by little black voodoo daddy. Yeah, well, all of... <laughs> oh, they call me Screwface. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, that was, it was walking up, all of us went by, and uh, it took there, a solid 45 minutes for them to leave. He told me from from him knocking on the door that this was an under five-minute thing. <laughs> yeah. So he won. He won no matter what he got off of you guys. He already ne- won. He took your time. The next thing I knew, there was another guy with just longer, scarier dreads came right behind him, and Christine invited them both in the house by that point. Hell, uh, yeah, that was turning into a, a fucking porno. It was really turning into a porno. Christ only knows what happened if I wasn't here. Yeah. She goes, do you guys want to come in and help me lotion? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want to fuck me? Oh, now you want to fuck me? Ah, fucking love it. Oh, fuck. I would have came home. From my uh, road gig and found like a broken off dread in the bed. Yeah. What the hell is this? And two, I, don't, I don't know. Two isotoners. the laundry. Two isotoners on top of the fridge like dead presidents. <laughs> Who do these black leather gloves belong to? <laughs> he asked you what your sign oh, was? Damn. I'm surprised he didn't hold your hand and twirl you around and go, mm. Oh, you know why that is? <laughs> he asked Christine her sign, but it was because when he, when, he, uh, 
when he came to me, he goes, is that your wife? And I was like, ah. He <laughs> goes, yo, is that your wife? I'm like, wow, I mean, take a shot at her, dude. See what happens. It's our roommate. It's my roommate. Know. I mean, now Damn, you know this guys, house runs on green energy. These guys lie to you about energy and then try to fuck your wife when you come <laughs> fuck over? Fuck my chick. Yeah. It's a hell of energy. a fucking they go, okay, scheme. You, you pay us now when you turn on the lights. You go, how does <laughs> yeah. that work? And they go, I don't know. Here's a phone call. <laughs> yeah, stay yeah. on speakerphone. You just stay on the line. They got us at the movie theater one day. I can't believe you fucking yeah, well, were at the movie by. theater. They come to my door. I've no joke walk by those things and go, who signs up for that? I literally have always, they come to, they go door to door also. I know. Yeah. And by I'm the way, Con like, Ed put out no, a big thing that was stop. like, don't give them your information. Did they? Yeah, I got <laughs> a letter I will tell you from this. Con Ed that was like, hey, people are going saying that they're Con Ed people. They're not Con Ed people. They don't like, say they're Con Ed people. It's a whole different company, but it just. Well, that was a scam in Queens like six years ago. It doesn't change your bill, but on the bill it has this company's like thing on it. and it does take money off right it's that's what they told you yeah this is yeah. a scheme no, i mean christine follows the bills you might I be don't. i think you're a bad jew terrible jew you're a bad jew i am a nightmare. yeah you're getting scared. if we black took, dudes are scheming you if we took you to the cheap i don't own any land <laughs> yeah dude if we took if we took you down to the jew courts you get balled on <laughs> you get fucking absolutely balled on where did we try we dropped off uh b-rod a couple weeks ago when you go like to her neighborhood you go yeah. through that the Hasids. I'll tell you what. It looks as scary as anywhere else because they're. It seems militant because all those families that the women are all dressed exactly the same and the guys all dressed exactly. It's very very scary. Are you talking about the Hasidic neighborhoods? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. also have the school buses and the ambulances that'll only pick up Hasids. Damn, really? really? It's pretty crazy. Ambulances? Yeah, they don't want to touch us. We're less. We're less. They're the chosen. People. Fair enough. Yeah. Which definitely, as I said before, is definitely a self-appointed dick. Has there been pork in in this ambulance? Hey, I'm not touching him. (laughs) Please do that. You touched him last. You touched him last. I'm not touching him. You touched him. So you think, are you guys actually... So sweaty. They're such a sweaty people. Dude, I would watch... Are they sweaty? I'd watch YouTube videos of Hasids taking off their clothes in hot weather just to watch the relief. Or they're like, "Hmm," just wiping off all that, like... Because they wear thick wool... Like three layers. On top of everything. And then under it, probably, I have to assume, a grotesquely yellow armpitted short oh, sleeve yeah. button down shirt. It's got to be a nice. Oh, Gary Goldman. Gary Goldman used to have a great uh, joke about that. He goes, the poor Hasids, like if they find out that their religion wasn't real when they die, and it's like all that. She's like wearing a winter coat all summer. Ugh. Jews. Brutal. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like, My oh. God believes in tank tops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God's a relaxed God. Yeah, I believe in American God. Yeah, American God is <laughs> American the best. God rules. American believe, God's like, dude, drink on Sunday. It was yes. the Philippians or a letter to the Corinthians that said, "Sun's out, guns out." <laughs> dude, a fucking a quick a quick text to the Corinthians. <laughs> yeah, it said it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> text to the Corinthians. Yeah, text to the Corinthians said these colors don't run. <laughs> the new Bible. The text, yeah, well, I don't know. So maybe we got ripped off, but I didn't know they were asking Christine or sign over there. Did he open up with this? Will only take five minutes. Yeah, that's a scam. He goes, guys, have you guys for one second? He goes, are you you guys? I had a job. Here? I had a scam job before. What right when I job? right when I moved to Philly, I was looking. I needed a job, and I, I got hired for like a cable company. And my job was to stand at Walmart and ask people what their fucking cable providers were, and, and they, say that they are, and then try to dick. switch them onto this other one. I, I literally walked out after an hour. Yo, you did? You did yeah, you I did quit right away. Right. I just walked straight out. I stood there, and I was like, damn, this is fucking embarrassing, and I, I left. Dude, scam yeah. jobs are but, always great. Yeah. My buddy, the guy that I did the story about on This Not Happening, sold weed in Arizona, my buddy Amir, he, when I moved to New York, I was making no money waiting tables, and he's like, yeah, I got a job for you. And I was like, what is it? He's like, 
I bought these water filtration system tanks, <laughs> right? They're like better than Poland. You don't need big bottles. <laughs> it just Poland? Goes, yeah, it goes, it goes right into the water system. It infiltrates it. So you don't got to change your bottles out. He's like, tell me about all this. And he's like, you could be a salesman. You'll be making $5,000 a week. And I was like, there's no way. Uh, yeah. Amir, I know you. You're a scam artist. And he's like, no, do it. I'm like, where did you get these machines? He's like, I bought them from some guy in China. I was like, did you go through the proper channels? He's like, nah. Yeah. I got them the in English a English channel. Dude. He goes, yeah, I got them in a warehouse in Long Island. He's like, come in with me and we'll do an installation and I'll show you how it works. And I was like, great. So I met up with him and this buddy that he was working with. It was in Gramercy. They went to a yoga studio and he had already talked to the guy. And the guy's like, yeah, set up your water filtration system. And Amir's like, we'll set it up. We'll go get lunch. I'll tell you more how the company works. We'll go back and I'll show you how it works. So he goes in. He's like in slacks and a t-shirt and he's crawling around and he's like, I got it. I got it. And he like gets in this crawl thing and he hooks it up and he comes back out and tells the owner, he's like, all right, that'll be ready to go. We're good to go. So we go get lunch at a diner right on 23rd Street. We walk back. With the guy whose house it was. It was a yoga studio. Oh, oh okay. It was a, so it was like a, there was like classes going on. We get lunch. It's like 30, 40 minutes. Dude, I'll never forget. We walk back. We turn the corner. Two ambulances and a cop car are in front of the yoga studio. And I'm like, I'm standing back. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck this is. Amir walks up. And he's like, what's going on? And the guy's like, you punctured the gas line. He thought it was oh, a water line God. and punctured the gas. And it was like just a little pin, you know what I mean? But the, Well, then, filtered gas, filtered water, whatever. He's like, Yo, I, what are you mad about? Dude, I was laughing so hard standing on the other. I was standing on the opposite side of the street because he comes back. He's like, he tried to act like it wasn't a loss, you know, like he didn't fuck up royally. He goes, ah, I think I like punctured the gas or something. I don't know. I, I, like, turn it off. He said it quick where I was like, you punctured the gas? Yeah, by the way, minus a spark, that's what destroyed and exploded that building yeah. two blocks away. Yeah, like 7th and 2nd. Uh, yeah, that's what exactly what happened there. They punctured the gas line and someone was like, uh, I got to fix this now after this quick cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, walking back, because it was probably, like I said, a matter of 40 minutes. Which means we went to go get lunch, and then someone was like, Hey, Deb, do you smell that? (laughs) Someone goes, By the way, it's yoga, so they're like, That's the toxins leaving your body. He goes, No. No, I'm getting like lightheaded. <laughs> I'm, seeing Dude, I'm getting wonky eyed. You guys know what? That means it's need working. a nap right yeah. now. <laughs> hey, guys. The filtration's working. Your, guys, body's, your body's rejecting it at first. Yeah. It will eventually turn around. And understand. I don't know, man. Just don't, no one flick a lighter. Uh, we got, when we first moved to South Jersey, I had a Philly and got like a house, the townhouse that my parents live in now. It was so funny. No one knew anything. So we, just like that thing with the electric we fell for every like local like you got a new house you're gonna want one of these and we got a water filtration system <laughs> that was they came and installed a fucking like a canister <laughs> wait, like a wait, military you, got, you fell for one of these before yeah. this is my mom's step pop <laughs> I'm, not taking, I'm not taking full blame for this <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, so funny. he grew up being like you need new rain gutters he's like well get them up there and put well, them we on. better do it right now they go, yeah. now look do these cost five times the amount of regular rain gutters sure but they have a lining that's different. It's going to save your house. Dude, I like yeah. literally didn't respect the people that – I watched this guy do this job where you try to switch people's cable. Anybody that was dumb enough to stop, I was like, what a fucking moron this guy is. Have you ever tried – So you know, these guys – Just people being like this, like, 
Oh, it's funny I do the pay ones... too much for cable. Like, yeah, like oh, I don't think Amir's thing was actually like it. Clearly, was a ripoff because like what he was charging them for the water filtration system. Sure, but his whole idiot thing was just puncturing the gas. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, what no, was a lot the of system? Yeah. Him just going underneath the building and taking a Phillips head to the gas pipe. It's in. There you go. Wait, do you taste this water? <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be mad cold or yeah. mad warm. Whatever yeah. you want. Take everything you thought you knew about water. And forget it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he really went in. That's Listen, I do. He is pretty, like, dude, he was a good drug dealer. Like, he's good at selling stuff. He's just an idiot. Sometimes. He's a bad handyman. Yeah. It turns out. Dude, the thing we got was like a, a, like a military grade tub that had to go in a closet. <laughs> and it hooked all these things hooked up. It's still there for sure. I can show it to you. We never go in that little closet. But uh, I'm definitely bringing it up the next time I go to your mom's house. Please. Like, show me the water filtration. And we used to go. By the way, they haven't done. I would guarantee this hasn't been filled in years. But we used to have to go like every month or so and take the car and get five like 20 pound bags of salt rock. Dude, we had to do that. And then you have to pour it into like a. Soften the water. Soften the water. Water softener is what it was. It's a water softener, by the way. The water's so hard. That's what it was in filtration. It was softener. My aunt had a water softener in Alaska, and you'd have to put in the fucking salt. I'd have to go buy big ass bags of salt and pour them but in. You That's don't. You don't need really? that in Blackwood, New Jersey. I don't think. <laughs> might need that. Might need that in Soldotna, Alaska, where the water is coming probably from a creek. Absolutely, but this water <laughs> yeah. was not coming from a creek, and it was just seemed like an un- unnecessary thing. Yeah, but it's scary though. It's like hard water. It goes. It's like hard in what way? It's like it's gonna put holes in me when I turn the shower on. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it might. Or they're like it doesn't wash off soap or whatever the bullshit they told you. They just bought this fucking. So that became a burden for years. And now I'm sure it's just an empty sure. yeah. thing that does nothing. It's just all crusted with old salt from the water you know, I bet there's up. like black mold and shit in it probably. If uh, I, yeah. like they probably haven't looked at it in years. What no was, one even talks, thinks about it anymore. What was the deal they would offer for the cable? Would they be like... I, I literally worked for less than an hour. I forget. Yeah. I was, just, I was just standing there. Jobs that you quit, quit. Just looking the sliding doors open. And the guy was like, all right. Because I, I met him at the office first. I, he was going to just like show me how it was done. Yeah. And then he, he and I were standing there, and he was, like, talking to me about, like, you can do – he's like, I, I can tell you're going to be really good at this. Like, he was, like, he hit me with, like, this is going to be good. This is going to be big. He goes, dude, handshake and eye contact immediately. I'm like, we got a first round. I was like, right, how dude. much do I work in the – like, what? I thought I was working out of an office. What is this? He's like, well, you got to do field work. I was like, how often? He's like, yeah, fucking every day. I'm just going to be job. a fucking stand at Walmart guy and be like, are yeah. you tired of Comcast? Yeah. You know, though, uh, I just I just remember staring at those fucking sliding doors after like three times opening. I was like, all right, I'm going. It's and so he was funny like, the ones are you I getting w- lunch? I was like, no, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I just fucking left. Dude. dude, I whiz by the I never even think of stopping at the airport when they're trying to get you over for a credit card. Oh, yeah. How have they I not never, gotten you on that? I, I don't know. Uh, they got me. They got me uh, drunk at an NHL game when I was 19. I, I've done that a couple times. At a Phoenix Coyotes game, I signed up for a Colorado Avalanche MasterCard and got fucking (laughs) wrecked in my credit. Yeah, but then they gave you a free shirt. Yeah. That's always the thing. Yeah, it was was about getting a Sixers shirt. I used to sign up for it until I found out that uh, doing that, applying and getting rejected is bad for your credit. I didn't know that. So I I would just go and I'd be like, sign up knowing I'm like, like, well, I'm not going to get approved for this card and I'll get this fucking sick-ass Sixers shirt. Of course, you never want it because it says Sixers, and then it'll be like Citibank, whatever. Yeah, it's like not yeah, a yeah, good yeah. shirt at all. Sixers with they the bank that declined you. They do that with the Inquirer still, a Philly Inquirer. I have like nine oh, sign up for the, the Philly Inquirer <laughs> for just like these sweet fleeces because I was hammered at the Flyers game. And you really did. That's what it is. You drink yeah. like four beers at a hockey game, and That's, then you're like, 
Would I get that if I just and I get a credit card? Yep. I remember coming back to my seat like, dude, good move. He goes, you know, I, I made some real adult decisions today. Yeah, I got a Joe Sackick jersey tee. <laughs> now my credit's five twenty. Jersey I shirt. I remember going on eBay and buying what I thought was an official Sweden Peter Forsberg jersey for a hundred bucks, and I remember being like. Wait till you guys see this. Thing's usually three seventy five. It's a T shirt, and it was just a cheap ass mesh blue <laughs> with like ironed on Sweden stuff. Where I was like, oh, you're like, <laughs> what is these sports stuff that you buy in grocery stores? You know, when you walk in and yeah. you see the yeah. super logo, stuff. yeah, like the yeah. super logo athletic or whatever. My dad used goes, to what are those little circles that. right there? He goes. Those are Swedish meatballs. Is that part of the jersey? I guess. I don't. I don't know. We had this yellow iron on. There was like a Nike outlet up by. Uh, Buffalo, where my dad worked, and he would always bring me home jerseys. Yeah, just knock off like failed factory jerseys that yeah. they like fucked up. It'd be like a Lakers jersey with like the front not printed. So great! I had a fucking practice jersey, Mike Allstott. It's pretty sick. That is. Pretty it just awesome. said forty on the back. That was it. It was a box. <laughs> right. It was a box jersey with just said forty. Just nothing else. Oh, dude, you, yeah. just, you just do back rocker. You're not a full member oh, of the dude. gang yet. I got I got Bottom an Allstott jersey that I used to wear to football practice, and I was like, I have to play fullback now. I thought that was going to work. I was like, dude, I'm wearing the All-Star jersey. they got to so give course. me the ball this year. They know that I'm a fullback now. <laughs> I was just playing O-line. <laughs> I've, uh, anyway, know, great story. Here we I'll go. Say Come for on. The, for the I'm shit, falling asleep in here. For the shit <laughs> gigs that I uh, like had to do with stuff like, like that, like the, the driving strippers and escorts was the most legit one. That was a real service. You paid and the girl would fuck you or get naked in front of you and all your friends. It was beautiful to me. But, I mean, the stuff I picked up is like, just make money jobs. Yeah. We're always like, it's amazing that like these guys, I'm surprised they're not blown away that we engage them as long as we engage them. Dude, I really think once they got past the door, they're like, I don't know what to do. Usually we get shut yeah, out. Yeah, that's how I feel yeah. because I, I used to have to call one of my gigs was telemarketing, making calls, like outgoing calls, not fielding calls, outgoing calls to ask people if they want to buy mortgage insurance, which is if you, it's expensive. But it's if you die, your mortgage gets paid off. But like cold call, I didn't sell. I never had anybody on the phone for more than a minute. Yeah. Because I was just like, I happen to be asking them. I go, it's for mortgage insurance. The most you get is like, what is that? And you go, if you die, it, it pays your mortgage. He goes, I don't give a fuck if my mortgage is paid when I'm dead. Yeah. Just hand the phone <laughs> on you. I'm like, shut up, fair. loser. Yeah, and then you got to be like, like you know, by, by the end, like the two, three weeks I did it for, like I'd be getting money. He goes, fuck do I care about my insurance? We did it. When I'm dead, he goes, you got a family, man. You care? They'll probably have to pay it. I don't care. <laughs> Just hang up on them. Like, you know what, man? You. Good luck. They got to deal with you. They're, your family sucks. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to fucking kill you for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. coming I'll over tell you your what, house. I'll tell you why you need insurance, because I'm coming for you. Yeah. I got your name and info right here. Yeah, I did, uh, I did one of the jobs I had was fucking like bath fitters. You oh, yeah, that putting is? over tubs. Yeah, so idiots, no offense to you two, that Just would get tricked at the Home that. Depot into having me come over to their house as a designer. I <laughs> would come into their house with, like, this laptop they gave me and design a bathroom for them. And then every single time I would press, like, enter to see, like, the total cost had come out to, like, 48 grand. And I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, literally every time I did enter, I'd be like, come on, low, low, low. It was, yeah. like, 48,000. I had to rip those out a few Dash. times. Shit. What? Oh, bathroom fitters? Yeah. yeah. They're like a pain of, in the balls. Because of mold ball. or what? No, yeah, yeah, it just that sucks. Happens. It's just like you're stepping on it because the tub's still there. Nothing's no, done. You're literally there. just, it's a shell yeah. over it's it. It's a condom. Then, 
Yeah. It's just That's a bathroom exactly condom to make everything look Oh, better. really? You just put, like, stuff over? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just design everything it's over It's how you the... renovate your bathroom for a tenth of the price, and then you were yeah. giving them actual renovation <laughs> Yeah, let's give them the prices. If I would have hit $48,000, like, dude, I just pull the tub out and do a stand-up shower. Dude, I remember the, like, because the type of people that would get tricked into this, to have a, like, a designer come into your house for your bathroom, and they were just at Home Depot. From Home yeah. Depot, by the way. And... By the way, you as the designers, oh, they make you wear a beret. It was crazy. It was crazy. I, didn't I sell have one. a I layout in mind for you. Shane shows up. He goes, move. <laughs> I need to see the space you want me to work with. <laughs> Fanny goes, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting the vibe in here. This is, a place, this is a place of great reflection for one of the people in your house. Dude, I went to this one this one guy's house and he had birds everywhere. He had fucking birds flying around. Just birds? Trying, yeah, he had going, like parakeets. Going to people's houses? <laughs> trying to talk to them and birds would fly. Yeah! Around. It was nuts. He's just whistling? I didn't sell one. I didn't sell one and it was all commissions, dude. I worked at this place for like three months. I got like 80 bucks. You did? Nuts, three dude. months? Yeah. Holy shit. But I'm in four people goes, hey, you want a fake nice bathroom for seven? <laughs> yeah. Seven Five thousand dollars. Like, why don't you get the fuck out of it? Dude, yep. I can get you, I can <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. Or a plastic condom cover for your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, Going in people's houses for jobs, like I, I experienced that when I was a pizza delivery guy, and they'd be like, "Come in," and you're like, "Ah, damn, man, let me just stay out here." But when you have that, when you're in someone else's house, it always feels <laughs> so like, crazy. You know, it's like this is how you live. <laughs> yeah, man. This is this is how you live. One time, I went into this apartment complex that we eventually had to stop delivering pizzas to. And this guy just—he's like, "Come Why? in! Why'd you have to stop?" Uh, because they threw a full two-liter water bottle filled with water off the roof of the apartment complex. <laughs> and McDaniel, who's the 49ers coach, oh shit, he worked for the pizza place for two weeks, and then he got a bottle thrown at him and something else. He's like, "I don't want this job." <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, jet. what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to coach the 49ers. Yeah. Like, All right, yeah, beat it, loser. <laughs> Whatever, dork. <laughs> Fujak got robbed at the same apartment complex, but I walked I walked up to this apartment complex, and the guy's like, come in. And I come in, and he shuts the door, and he's like, checks the pizza. He goes, this pizza's not cut. And I was like, uh, well, I still need money for it. And he and he's like. Was it not cut? It was, I don't know. It looked cut to me. It looked cut to you? I don't know. From where I was standing, it looked cut. Did you get that moment? I wanted to get out. I, I was going to say, that's that moment <laughs> where so good, I by the way, so you look and it is cut. If you go, they go, this piece not cut. And you look and it is cut. You go, I'm dead. That's what he's trying to fight me. Hey, man. I don't know if you know this pizza ain't cut. He goes, looks cut. Jay, that's <laughs> no joke what? how it was across the room. Because you realize now you're in some sort of thing that they're fucking with you now. Yeah, and I go, oh, you know what? If it's not cut, let me bring you some two liters. I'll go back and get you some two liters. And the guy's like, yeah? And then that's when I was like, oh, this guy's an idiot. And I was like, yeah, I'll go get you two liters. He's like, all right. And he gave me a check, right? A check for a pizza, which is already he wrote, he wrote a check. He Holy gave me a check for a pizza. Shit. And I, that check didn't clear, dude, I just the took the check, and I was like, thank you. And I went back to work, and I was like, this guy gave me a check. I'm not going back there. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that, that's not. Yeah, we lost a pie. We yeah, lost a pie. We lost a good that pie. That guy got us. You know what? That guy he got us. So Klein and Zinger. Check and can you can you say you like if you're like a, a like a pizza place on 21st Street in Astoria? Yeah. Can you say it? You won't deli- you deliver, but you will not deliver to Queensbridge Projects. Can you do that? I mean, it's a private business. I guess. I mean, that's Pudge Brothers. It's probably going to get you a nice door kicked in or something. I mean, point. when I worked at Port- Pudge Brothers, there was just this apartment complex. They were like, they would call and they'd be like, "Hey, we want to deliver." You're like, sorry, man, we don't deliver there. And that's all you said. 
Really? Yeah, we don't deliver. Or how about you got to come to the car? You got to yeah. come to the car and get it. No, I mean, I think they'd rather just be like, yeah, fuck that. We'll go somewhere else. God it was damn. crazy. It was crazy. He came back and he's like, dude, some kid threw a full, <laughs> it was like sudsy water <laughs> of a water bottle off like a four story apartment building. Like Adam down on the ground and it hit in front of him like a torpedo. It was like, it's like it's your buddy checking yeah, his infiltration fought. system. He's just like, just yeah. like boom. Yeah. See how that works? That was probably Mahomes. Dude, right? <laughs> Gearing up. He's like, I'll see you. I'll see you soon. I'll see you in Did you, 40, 54. You know Jason Andors is? Yeah. The comedian. He used to have a really a joke that made me laugh so hard about going to date a black girl who lived in the projects and going there. And people would like know he was coming and peg him with eggs. <laughs> and he goes, but they do it so much and you can't get away from it because they're coming from all these windows. In a, in a product. And he goes, so after a while you just start taking it and go, like, I don't care. I love eggs. I love, he's trying to turn it around. And he goes, I don't even give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, you do, dude. Oh, it's a good source of protein. Yeah, it's getting hammered. People raining down eggs. Like the movie 300. Yeah. Like, it's like, we'll black out the sun on our eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Just stands black there up. defiantly. He's like, I'm still getting pussy. Fuck this. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I love eggs. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and they just moved the shields. <laughs> you know, Jason Andor was dated weirdly for some stretch of time. The girl who played Sandra on the Cosby show. That's pretty cool. It's a weird one, though. Elvin's Sandra? wife. Yeah, the oldest daughter. Oh, light skin. Light skin. Yeah, yeah. The one that made no sense at all. Right. I think now, I guess, it's probably you know one of his legitimate kids from them girls he raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Heathcliff got around. <laughs> Claire, now listen, we're going to have to take care of this baby. It's mine. It's not yours as long as we Long story short, I got some kids from my practice. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, shitty jobs, quitting shitty jobs, and the boss being surprised is always really funny. Did you ever do the knives? Uh, Spider-Co? Uh, was it? Cutco. Yeah. Ours was I never did it, but I knew a few people that did. Yeah, I think you know this, Dan. I told you that. I was doing it. I was on the three-day training. It takes three-day training. <laughs> I got to, uh, I cut a leather strap in half. I think we cut a can <laughs> at that point. Uh, I saw the whole display about cutting the rope and the different knives. And then the third day, because I was quitting comedy. That was my big, like. Were you uh, Rodney Dangerfield? You're going to sell aluminum siding? You know what it was? I just did it for two, I did it for like a year and a half, two years of like the black circuit. And I just didn't even see at all the next step. I didn't see it. I was like, I don't know what the next, this is just like. I'm going to places. Some shows are fantastic and you're feeling good. I was never getting laid from it. I was doing all black shows and I was like, uh, some of them would go great and then some of them would go bad and some of them would get bad like in a very scary way and be all these terrible stories where I was like, I think I have to go back to college. And I was like, let me work this job over the summer. My next door neighbor was like a, if you could believe it, a higher up at Cutco, you know, the one who teaches the classes. Wow. Yeah. And she was Cut- like, uh, yeah. She was a cutlery expert. She goes, uh, come okay. on, you can do this, and you make good money, and whatever the whole stupid pyramid scheme of it. She goes, quick thing about the cut about the knife business, it's cutthroat. We make jokes around here. <laughs> but this is, I can get you in for a training jokes. sesh. She uh, she offered me that, and then so the third day of you got to be days, sharp. We're having fun. Third day out there, yeah. Third Let's day, cut three to the days chase. of training. <laughs> cut. On the third day, I got a call from Michael Blackson, the African king of comedy. Murasuka. Uh, and he just goes, he goes, hey, you want to do a gig tonight? He didn't got word that I'd quit comedy. Uh, he didn't hear since no one would have cared or known anyway. I thought you were about to tell me you tried to sell him a knife. <laughs> <laughs> no. He goes, you want to go gig? And he told me to go. Uh, he goes, go to the airport. There's a ticket waiting for you there. What? It was to go to Minneapolis to perform for the, like a an after party for the Minnesota Timberwolves at some place. It was a black show. And uh, 
the other comic on that gig who was at the airport was Keith Robinson. That's how I met Keith Robinson. That's no shit. Keith, and then Keith, like on that trip, he was like, "Come up to New York." And then he took, started taking me and Kevin and Kurt to New York after that. Yeah, that, that was how you met Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was, crazy. I was doing Cucko Third Day Cucko, and I was like, "I can't come to Cucko training today. I have to go to a comedy gig." <laughs> Just so funny. Wow. How many gigs? How about when selling Keith knives in the airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's impressive, young man. Can I cut through a tomato? And my shoe. All right, I'll take two. The flip right. <laughs> it's funny when a when a shitty job treats you like your it means a lot to you. That was when I when I got to the finals of that contest for like Salem Entertainment Contest, Salem Cigarettes thing I did. Yeah. Hammers. It was it was the thing. What is this? Salem Orb E contest. It was called. Touray won it one year and then told me to enter it and then i was told to enter it in new york do the new york things i'm coming up to new york all the time from philly and i was like just do the bigger competition and then you're like the local new york guy and i did it and i i won it and got to the finals it was like a series of weeks of like not one good comedy show by the way it was like an art gallery in one of them because there was art music fashion and comedy it was four things. It was bizarre. What's Salem? What do you mean? Like the Salem cigarettes? cigarettes? Cigarettes, yeah. Seriously? Like, that's how I got to start smoking cigarettes, too. Oh. They, <laughs> sent me, they sent me cases of them after I won, and then my girlfriend broke up with me, and I was like, maybe I'll be a cool guy. This is a 22-year-old decision. Maybe I'll be a cool guy and stand outside and smoke cigarettes. I see Dave Attell doing that at the Comedy Cellar, and I was like, and they started smoking those Salem's. Dude, the fact that you started smoking <laughs> Salem's is from like, The packaging was, it was meant to sell to young Green persons. Green not just green and white. It used to have a thing. This is when they first redesigned them. It was a very sleek packaging, and you there was like a hole on the side. Oh, I remember. And you'd push, and the box would slide out of the yeah. box, and then you'd pull them like that. It it'd was, be the side. It'd be. It would be the. It was a hard box with a with a soft pack yeah, design. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, my friend's mom smoked those when I was in eighth grade. My friend Byron would steal a Marlboro light from his stepdad and a Salem light from his mom. And then he'd come over and he'd be like, pick a hand. And who's like, black, who's white? Like, yeah, black or white. I go, black. And he'd go, white. You got the marble light? And he'd be like, whoa. Thank but yeah, dude, God. when you got the Salem light, you're like, this sucks. Just smoking Salem's. But when I got to the finals of it, they didn't tell. It was like bad information on it. And I was working at a CD store that I was robbing blind from CDs. And What uh, was the first CD you took from there? May have been. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog water or whatever. Oh, the follow-up. Limp B.I.? It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. Limp Biscuits but I'll tell you what you could do. It was a used and new place. Uh, so the thing was was great about the used was, I mean, I would just take those right out of the jewel case. And then if somebody ever came up and goes, hey, this Kenny Rogers Greatest Hits is empty. <laughs> I go, that's crazy. I'm sorry that happened to you. You're humming Kenny Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I worked there, and when I got to the finals of that contest, I was going the next day, for, and the guy goes, I need you to, like, open the store tomorrow for me. I'd worked there for yeah, maybe two months. I was like, mm. I was like, no, I got to do this thing tomorrow. He's like, this is your job. He's like, so I need you here tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm going to New York to do this comedy Opportunity contest. of a lifetime. You're letting it go. Yeah. You let it like, slip through your fingers. Again, to put this in perspective, it's like, you know, two years in the comedy maybe. Three years tops. You could have had some real fucking pull in the knife game. Yeah, no shit. Well, no, this is a CD store. Oh, okay. And then I go, uh, and the guy just. Because these CD was, stores are going nowhere. You hear me? He goes, you. <laughs> We're going nowhere. He goes, if you co- if you don't come in tomorrow, I- I'd suggest not coming back at all. And I'm like, sure. Like, 
Yeah, that's you, what I'm suggesting. Like, what are you putting on me? <laughs> like, what is the levity you're putting on this, like, the, the weight you're putting on this job to me? Like, do you think I come here like, I'm going to turn this place around and we're going to make this yeah. an empire? It's like, I was like, yeah, that's, sure. That's crazy when someone's like, because it's his CD store, you know? For sure, The guy's yeah. like, he's like, this is the beginning of an empire. And if you don't want to be in the ground level. <laughs> restaurant managers Fuck have, off, dude. restaurant managers have the same energy where they're like, you need to be here for the team. And you're like, hey, this is a fucking Applebee's. I don't give a fuck. When I worked at, I did three shifts at <laughs> at Outback Steakhouse. I got, right. Hold on. There's a fucking, ah, wait. No, do it. All right. There's a lady that's from the Philly comedy scene. And Beezer, Beezer likes to make fun of her. And uh, she's posted on Facebook. She's a bit of a, you know, she's a wild lady. Yeah, yeah, She posted on Facebook. She was like, got a big job interview at Applebee's <laughs> coming up. And she was like stoked on it. And then nine hours later, the first post was like, call back at Applebee's. This is it. This yeah, is big. It was two and then, part. Call back. Like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is her second interview. interview at Applebee's. And then like five hours later, she posted like, anybody <laughs> hiring? Like, she didn't get it. She yeah. like, oh, man. Uh, to watch I almost, I almost re-signed up because her her last name rhymes with Applebee's. So I, I almost reactivated my Facebook account just to comment underneath it, Jody Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> just in all caps. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, man, tanking or losing a restaurant job interview, I've done it a couple times, and Outback was – I went to Outback. I spent all of my Alaska money. I made it, and I spent it in the most ignorant ways possible. Yeah. And then I had no money, and I was like, I need a job. And I lived by an Outback Steakhouse, and I went, and I was like, I'd like to be a waiter here. And the guy was like, we're not hiring waiters. And I was like, well, I need a job. And he's like, all <laughs> right. It's your responsibility, I was Outback. Like, you can suck my dick for money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was 19. Okay. And he goes, all right, well, uh, you could be a busser. And I was like, will I be a waiter? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, I, I was like, I don't know, dude. Just come and do stuff. And yeah, I was see like, if we have money at the end of the week for you. Did I accept your proposition, dude? I showed up and I had to train with a sixteen-year-old, and I was nineteen, which makes you feel like you're being trained by a child. Because oh, he's like, and over here is. I think I might have told the story on because that's Linda. Don't talk to her. She's mine. When you take a clean, she glass, just doesn't know it yet. You got to put it in the glass rack. Pull it and push. So his older brother was like this guy who I guess played walk-on football at U of A, and I was 19, and this guy was like 23, and he was a piece of shit. And I just remember him talking shit to me. And I did two training shifts with his little brother, who was 15 or 16, and then I I quit. And when I quit, because I got hired at KFMA. So shout out KFMA Day. It's not real. It's a real place. It's a real concert. So when I went in to quit, I brought my. Uh, t-shirt, my Applebee's t-shirt, my apron. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, I just want to bring this back because I'm not going to need this. Uh, I'm I'm done. I don't. I, I'm going to quit." And he goes, "You're what?" And I go, "I'm I'm quitting. I don't. I have you scheduled for tomorrow." I'm like, "Yeah, I quit. I don't work here anymore." And he goes, "Well, if you come back here, I will not rehire you." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "It was so weird to me because I was like, you sure you, you want to take one more day to think about this decision before you're never this. able to work at this branch of Applebee's ever again? I'll get you forty percent off an awesome blossom." <laughs> right yeah, now, I was, I was just thinking of what was making me laugh so hard about that is just fucking showing up to an Applebee's callback and not yeah. getting it. <laughs> That's so what hard. Job at Applebee's like requires was, two interviews. I know. She's like, she goes, "It's down to you." And this real nice prospect we got coming in from Delaware. <laughs> I think you're saying it's down to you and probably no one. We might <laughs> yeah. not hire someone. Goes, you know what? I'm just going to 
I'm just going to leave those tables empty. Yeah, I'd rather honestly, not have another server here than well, hire you. I'll cut. I'll cut half the floor. <laughs> just to. But if you smell weird, I'm not hiring you. Dude, why, why don't you I've get? Never, it? I've never. How do you blow for, an Applebee's interview? I've never went for an interview. <laughs> I think she could do yeah, it. Dude. Dude, really? Yeah. yeah, she can pull it off. Yeah. She goes, can I tear one of those sleds off the wall? They go, no. That's hilarious. She, she goes, don't you keep it in? She's stealing flair. Yeah. yeah. He goes, oh, that's. I want that. He goes, I got my eye on that railroad crossing sign. <laughs> Because I'm going to fucking goes, bring that thing home. You think I'm not bringing you, home that net full of seashells? She goes, I'll tell you what I want. I want that 1995 Central High football picture. I want that in my bathroom. I've never went for a job. I, I babysat my brother and sister so much when I was younger. You were in the babysitter's club? Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was mostly my job through high school. But when I would get jobs, I always went for jobs that there is no, like nobody didn't get it. Exactly. It was like just like jobs where you have like a, Headset on, answering phone calls or making phone calls and shit like that, or things people got. I never like. It's insane. I never worked in the service industry. I really like wish to some degree I had. I couldn't even process it. When Dude. I watch, I watch staff at like packed comedy clubs, like in awe, like on the road, like how they yeah. just break all that stuff down, like before the shows. You ever have go to a club with oh, a turnover? Yeah, but while they're turning over, like the managers on the microphone giving yeah. them stuff, it's like, all right, you're seven to fourteen, and blah blah blah, and like. I don't even. Dude, Dude we had means. we had such a funny fucking. Thing. Me and uh, six just got back from Saratoga Springs, and we went oh. to this. We went to this hibachi place for lunch. Yeah, and we had a mean, not Benihanas. We had a no. It wasn't. You got to keep it to Benihanas. We had too. a mean yeah, hibachi chef. Yeah, you can't go outside. He was mad at us. Yeah, and dude, he's probably was, cut. He's probably gonna go home, and then they brought you guys in. It was such a weird experience to have a dude like flipping you shrimp, and you're both mad at each other. <laughs> like he was like, yeah, we were both like, he was like, you want some fucking shrimp here? You caught it and you're like, fuck, that's delicious. Yeah, well, also, service. Shane was laughing at him when he kept dropping the knives. Doing <laughs> oh, yeah, his he, came out, he came out and dropped shit. He, dropped, <laughs> he walked out right away and started like clanging knives on the thing. So he and then he you. dropped one and I was like, and it's a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Dude, immediately he's like, I didn't even want to take this fucking grill. I'm supposed to be done right now. And Shane's just laughing at a guy flipping knives. Well, he dropped it. It was yeah. funny. Did I tell you when I went to, there's the Benihana's in Mall of America. It was like a few times ago that I was there. I went by myself. Uh, to <laughs> by yourself, this guy's flipping you Yeah, well, they put mouth. you at a table with like <laughs> a lot birthday. of people. Oh, I thought yeah, you meant you were at the hibachi grill by yourself. You made him come out. No, I went by. I was by myself, okay. so I went there, and I was the last person sitting at it. Where there's like you know two families or something, or, <laughs> or two. two so and the Dude, guy, the way made, he called out to flip it, he goes, "Mr. Wandora." <laughs> he goes, "Family, creepy but, guy." Yeah, mouth open. You're, you're not far off, dude. He kept like Incredible I, hurt. I was this guy. They play off somebody. They play off. I don't somebody. do those impressions, Dan. I do. They they, <laughs> they play off somebody like in the in the table. They always like work off someone. And I was like his asshole. He did all that thing where you know he like he would tell you to like you know he's like yeah make sure I shrimp good make sure I shrimp. And he'd like, be holding one out and you're like no I'll just have it with everybody else. He's like oh no make sure I shrimp good. And then people are even go like oh I'll try the shrimp and you're like. He's gonna I'll go, and then he like flips it back into his pocket, and you're like, ah, ah, you got me again, fuck face. Like by the end, you're like, I, I hate this guy. He got but me. he was doing all the shit like to me, 
<laughs> and me just getting like more and more. I hated it. I hated it so much. Yeah, because, those uh, families. There's some little kid looking at his dad like that guy's an asshole, huh, Dad? He's like, yeah, yeah son. I'm not an asshole. That. I'm just trying to have some chicken and shrimp by myself. He goes, he falls for it. Dad. Look at this simple man. He falls for it every time. I'm telling you, one thing oh, he trick. did. Hop oh, in your hat, stupid fatso. <laughs> one thing he did to me. Mean. One thing he did to me was give me. Like, he did something where he, like, tapped my nose and did, like, a boop noise. It was fucking <laughs> crazy. what? One of the knives? Dude, no, was, it was like, he was, he was like, oh, be my boop. He was and wanting you with Hibachi yeah. stuff. He goes, over here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he just got yeah. juked. <laughs> hey, might want to pick your drawers back up. They're five yards down the field. He goes, put some chicken on your table. He goes, hey, look down. He goes, no chicken, right? He's a chicken. Ah, He's in my pocket the whole time. You're yeah. a chicken. You're a fat gay chicken. He goes, hey, all right, these two families are right here. It was a joke. He didn't call me fat at all, Dan, but you've said three times You're freaking out at Yeah, Dan. Oh, so funny. You know, I'm just saying, he didn't call me fat, and now you've called me fat three times <laughs> as an example. Through your character voice? I shame you through voices? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so fat. Why are you so late all the he's time? So, he's so disrespectful <laughs> to other people's time. <laughs> Maybe you can call back your friends when they text you and they say, call me. Is that what he said when he was at the bocce? Did he say those things? Remember when I gave hey, you a dollars? Yeah, you owe me a couple of dollars. You don't make you don't make a effort to pay back. Remember when I paid for the Uber home from the Sirius? Hey, yeah. Did he say that? Is that what he said? Did he come? Just like, just shit like that, just right? Shit like, like that. Was he, was he riffing like that? Like, Moon Tower, maybe you don't have to go to Cisco's if you don't like it. <laughs> Pastor Grizzly. How does this guy know all this, about this? This hibachi guy is great. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, shitty, shitty jobs, uh, restaurant jobs, people taking it seriously. The, my favorite shitty job that a guy took seriously was Bed Bath & Beyond. Ugh. I had this manager named Oscar, and he was so fired up for back to school. Like, back to school is his fucking D-Day. Where he's like, guys, get ready. We need the displays up. They're coming in for backpacks. It's like, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, dude. I was like, is it stay? I even during the we had meetings. You know, you had like shift meetings, and I was like, isn't like uh? He goes, guys, this is the number one stop for back to school. And I go, what about Staples? And he just like the way it looked at me, I was like, oh shit, sorry, Oscar. <laughs> what is? What about what? He goes, what the fuck He's did like, you why, just? Why say? would you say that? Why would you say that to me, Dan? Can I talk to you in the office? It's back to punches school. the hole, the <laughs> wall back next to day Eve, Dan. Yeah, you bring that shit here. Hey, this he is punches my... the wall. He goes, he goes, you're lucky that wasn't your face. He goes, now <laughs> say Staples again. Bring up Office Max. I'll tear your nuts off. <laughs> Takes four pounds of pressure. Take four pounds of pressure. I would love to tear He's your ball. Crack an orbital bone. <laughs> yeah, I will fucking crack your spine. Yeah, it's funny. It's silly to watch that when it's like a stupid, shitty job, and you're like, guys, we don't really care about this, and they'd be like, yeah, we do. I mean, look, you need somebody who does. I guess for sure. That's like Howard Stern always like, whenever he's like ripping apart his staff, it's always like from the time that I worked at like a, a restaurant. You know, I was a bus boy, but I did it. I put everything into it, and then they eventually they made me this. And then before you know it, I was an assistant manager. And you're like, I always look at those jobs. I'm like, well, this is just so, you know, everybody shuts up around me until I can find a thing something I give two shits about. I couldn't do totally. I couldn't do a great job at a thing I hate. I've always tried. From delivering newspapers and then found out how much trouble you can get into when you just took the, the stack of papers and just kick them in the sewer and then drive around, <laughs> yep. it does come back to you. Yep. <laughs> some so people, that that was some people are expecting method. that paper. <laughs> so a guy goes, I'm in the paper today. I'm just waiting for it to be delivered. And then young Jay's just <laughs> kicking it into the sewer. I kick it in the sewer and then hide for an hour and then just be like, I did it. And then people start calling like, where's the paper? I hated it. Any job I didn't want to do, 
I just did poorly. Yeah, I was thinking, I was going through the Rolodex in my head of every job I've had, and I was, I was definitely a piece of shit at every single job. I got fired from one for, I was supposed to build patio furniture at this store, and I, they just left me in a warehouse to build patio furniture. I would build one bench a day Jerk and off sleep on it. That's pretty great, though. <laughs> sleep on it. Just sleep on it. Where would you, you sleep? Your own bed? Right in the on the bench. Yes. Just in the open. Just in this warehouse. Yeah. And then they I fired would, me. When I bed <laughs> Right away, they fired me. Bed Bath & Beyond, I would come in hungover, because open mics at, at Laughs in Tucson were always Thursday nights. So I would... I didn't have work at the radio station, so I'd get hammered at, after the open mic. Put on a down comforter and start opening <laughs> packages in a bed bath and Almost worse. They have a pillow room. They have a oh. pillow room, and I got caught sleeping in the pillow room. <laughs> <laughs> Very hungover. I used to wear this dark red uh, golf shirt and like jeans, and I would hide my jeans with pillows, and then I thought my back looked enough like a pillow that I'd just get under it. <laughs> like, you actually were hiding a pile yeah, of dude, this, pillows. The, the manager, Kim, came in, and she was like, Dan, and I just go, Hey, Kim, I'm in here. I just came out of the pillows. You were sleeping? Like, I was so hungover. I was dead asleep. I'm saying, were you were asleep when she came in? Yeah. Because I'm saying, coming out like you weren't sleeping, goes, oh, I think I dropped a nickel in these pillows. <laughs> Why, what's up? <laughs> I took a deep dive on it. No, I, uh, what's I up? Yeah, tell, let me know if anybody else finds it. It's Dude, fine. that coming out of a sleep, like, lie and talk, like, just trying to talk, coming yeah. out of sleep. It's so funny, dude. I was, so fucking funny. I was dead asleep, and she just walked in, and I was like, you know, like hangover sleep where every, you can hear everything going around, but you just want to shut your eyes. And I just remember sleeping, and then she comes in. She's like, Dan, I'm looking for Dan. And I just go, Kim, I'm right here. I'm sorry. I go, I was, Kim, I'm uh, going to be honest with you. I'm was, sleeping in these pillows. Was, and she was like, if Oscar catches you, you're going to get fired. And I was like, I, I, I'm very hungover. <laughs> that was when I just go in the middle area because most Bed Bath & Beyonds in the middle, you don't have to like walk around. Well, all their storage is usually in that middle area. So I just go and sit on a ladder and steal candy bars and eat it. <laughs> and then I'd practice my walkout for Conan. <laughs> You know, I would come around the corner. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty nice. I'd be like, hey, on the Conan O'Brien show. Just, thank you. Thank like, you. Dan, you need to go restock towels. And he'd be like, fuck. <laughs> Shit. I got, uh, for whatever reason, I thought I'd grow out of this in my life. And Christine can definitely attest to this. Still, as a 42-year-old, I still lie about being asleep. when I'm asleep. Yeah, no all reason. the time. For no dude. reason. She's like, next door, she goes, she goes, Jay, are you falling asleep? I'm like, no, I'm just like resting my eyes. Like, well, Why don't I just say I'm exhausted? I, want to I hear sleep. you snoring. Yeah, she's like, uh-uh. I kicked. It's crazy. My girlfriend and I, were, we put on a Ruby Ridge documentary on Netflix, and she's like, don't fall asleep. I'm like, I'm not going to fall asleep. It's fucking 12. I'm not even tired. It's <laughs> this kind of bitchiness that made me be single all these and years. I was like, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, didn't what are you, you stupid? Are you fucking stupid, bitch? You <laughs> think I'm going to fucking sleep during this? God, I go, God damn, this is a fucking tragedy. A national tragedy. They fuck you for saying it. God fuck damn Fuck you for saying now it. Now it's in my fucking head and it won't get out. But uh, she was in Every front time of me. I see you, I'm going to remember you telling me not to fall asleep. This is almost even better is I fell asleep. She put it on and I immediately fall asleep and then I kicked her. <laughs> my, leg, my leg twitched and I just kicked her leg and she goes, hey. And I was like... What? <laughs> Dude, yeah. saying you didn't, saying you're not sleeping and lying when you have like a jarring wake up is the funniest too. It would be interesting. I'll be sitting on the couch, but she'll like be here, so she's not even seeing me fall asleep. Yeah. And then everything's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah. what? I go, I go, and then I just got to make a lie. You go, you go, you go. Oh, my phone's right there. 
I don't even know. I was like, there were, I don't I have no idea what I was getting up about. I'm like, dude, oh, Twitch, man. Twitch waking up. <laughs> dude, I That's farted. Hard. I farted myself awake <laughs> last week. That's Me and hilarious. O'Connor sleeping on the couch. You know, it's an L. Come on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. an L. But you chose to keep. <laughs> yeah. You chose to make it an I. <laughs> But yeah, I'm fine. it's an L, lowercase. <laughs> we were watching uh, that McDonald's documentary, and I, I farted <laughs> in my sleep up? and woke up from it. <laughs> have you ever woke up with the hiccups? No, no I don't think I have. Awful. I've had it happen multiple times. Woke up with hiccups? Where you just wake up and you're like, <laughs> it's like that wakes you up, and you're like, what's going on? And you're like, stop, stop it, body. <laughs> So you got to drink water and walk around like a weirdo until they're gone? <laughs> I've never tried. Yeah. Do you try to quell to, your I've hiccups? Never, I've never tried to quell hiccups. You just got to ride them out, Daniel. Just ride them out. Ride try the storm, baby. Ride the tiger. No, you got you to plug your ears and hold your breath and drink a glass of water. <laughs> Christine's proteining gone. up. You got a protein shake? What are you getting, diesel? This fucking Christine getting... Yeah, she's getting jacked, dude. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great if, you, if six months from now she's just got fucking trapped. She's squatting 405, so she's just fucking <laughs> jacked. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> you ever respond to your dreams? Yes. Like, oh, like uh, verbally. Oh, yeah. Talk out loud. It's insane. I do that sometimes, and Kylo will just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you talking about in your dream world? It's all, yeah, he goes, he goes, Tuesday, if not... If not, if not tonight, Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then you say it like what? three times yeah. while you're awake, and then you start to realize, like, holy shit, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I go, I go, Smoky Beans. What? <laughs> what? I said Smoky Beans. I said Smoky Beans. <laughs> and you, go, and then, you have to admit that you're... I know, but no. by the way... You, I'm you, an idiot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you'll always say it one more time after you realize it was asleep, because you're like, can I connect these dots to <laughs> yeah. Smoky Beans. He goes, what are Smoky Beans? He goes... You know, say for the barbecue, we should probably try smoky beans. He goes, <laughs> you try it's, it's February. He go, yeah, but I mean, you know, start making a list. What does smoky beans mean? You go, uh, that's my new nickname. <laughs> yeah, smoky beans. Well, he goes, call me that from now on, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going back to Shit. Shit. You go to sleep, roll over. You're like, fuck. I, don't, I thought I would always get over the, <laughs> you're the jerk off if you fall asleep. Or, I don't know why. Dude, I was always the kid that fell asleep first in every sleepover. Really? Oh, oh. How many uh, things got drawn on I was lights nose? out Danny Sodes. The second. It. Really? The second we'd lay down and they'd turn off the lights and we'd get our, like, our sleeping bags on the floor. I'd be like, and I'm in warm water. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> or you just wake up with like, just wake up with sticky shit on your face. Yeah. yeah like, like, oh, there's, there's, camera, there's candy in my hair. There's candy in my hair. Wet I never candy. fall asleep first, but... What I did a lot and is also sucks is falling asleep last. Why? Being the last part, because then you're just like, if you're especially if you're like awake still and you're like, I thought we were gonna ride out the night and <laughs> yeah, do whatever, yeah, yeah. And, and then like, everybody else is asleep and you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do. You're at someone else's house and shit. So oh man, that is crazy. I never thought about it. I was always the first out, and first up. Would you wake I up? never wanted to be the first up. First up, super sucks. I'm like, what do dude, I do? It sucks, dude. Also, when I, I talk to a go lot down of my friends' dads, <laughs> just in the kitchen, and I'm like, <laughs> I was gonna say, go down your underwear in front of the mom. Yeah. Do you know, you know how many bowls of cereal yeah. I had before every other kid? Yeah. And they just wake up and like, Dan's been up since six thirty, and I was like, Hey guys, hey, hey. Amos Rabinowitz, can you dry my jeans? <laughs> one, time, <laughs> one time, I one time I remember I got up, ate breakfast with his like parents. And my friend Eric's wow, that's parents. weird. Yeah, and then little, I went, you're a little weirdo. And then I went back into the basement, went back to sleep, and everyone woke up, and I was like, "Hey, that's a up? scene in a horror movie where the kid that you are is trying to infiltrate and murder the kid whose family's house you were at." 
when he wakes up and you're already up having breakfast and you're smiling yeah. at him, he goes, your parents are just great. Yeah. He's thinking about moving in. I'm just kidding. Would you be mad if I called... <laughs> or am I? Would you be mad if I started calling your mom, mom? <laughs> Dude, my, uh, the, the best one is yeah, falling goes, asleep. Mom wants his home at 4 o'clock. Goes, Did you just call my mom? Your mom goes... Oh, Probably just force that. I probably didn't Sorry. mean it. Sorry. Anyways, how good were those PBJs? <laughs> what? She made you? Yeah, we had them earlier. You were asleep. <laughs> you were asleep. You guys slept in. I woke up and I watched mom's favorite show with her. What? Your, your mom thinks you should be applying to more colleges. <laughs> He's stuck giving them life advice. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to your mom and she just wants to, my she wants to make sure you're happy above all else, but but ultimately you can take care of yourself. My favorite waking up, uh, waking up somewhere without knowing where you are was I slept over at my friend Adam's house and he was like top you know he got this is high school he was like hooking up with girls him and McDaniel would like hook up with girls and I would just be the guy that's like the third wheel I would just be like hey I'm fifth wheel Dan we're in Adam's basement it was a finished basement there was like a pool table and a bathroom and all this stuff and we're watching a movie on his TV basement pool table sucks dick though unless it's a big basement it was a big basement. Oh, I've been. You guys squeeze in against the wall. Yeah, you guys probably know more friends that get a pool table. <laughs> Every shot's got to be like a fun. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's how ours was when my mom bought one at the Mile High Flea Market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the fucking. You had one of those like it just yeah. it just goes. Oh, it goes. If you're stripes in this game, you are fucked, yeah. dude. Because they are all on the left. If you were by if you were by the back wall, you had to shoot completely up, or else you just hit the wall. But I fell asleep watching a movie. With Adam and McDaniel, and I woke up, and everyone was gone, and the and the the TV was off, and it was night, and it was like winter, so it's like bright because of the snow, and if they don't have the curtains, so I woke up and I was like, and Adam was <laughs> one of my wealthiest friends, like he had one of the nicest houses out of our friends, so I was like, oh fuck, oh they must have gone upstairs to his room and gone to sleep, and I ran all the way upstairs, and they weren't there, they weren't in the bedroom, and I'm like what the fuck? And I'm in Adam's house and I'm like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, where the fuck is everyone? I go down to the, sh- you had to take your shoes off to go in Adam's house and their shoes are still there. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was, I really was so confused because I woke up and it was dark and I was like, at someone else's house and I go down the stairs and McDaniel's standing there in his boxers holding his dick and he goes, what the fuck, dude? And I go, <laughs> I go what? And he goes, Cena and Kim are over here. We're hooking up with them. Adam's in the bathroom. I'm around the corner behind the bar. And I was like, why scared? Yeah, that's all I thought. I go, <laughs> I'm so worried about you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's immediately my first thought. So I was like, I thought you guys left me. And they're like, no, you were asleep, you idiot. So then I said, there's not a more defeating feeling. Well, you're fighting off two things at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like one, you're just like, you're the guy who can't get girl. These guys are getting laid before exactly. you. And everything sucks. My... Little J. Laying back down and just knowing they're hooking up oh, with girls. And you're just like, you just go, you go face side to the couch. Really? Well, whatever. I want to get some J, Little J. That I, we'd organize. <laughs> get some I'm going to be rested. The, also, the guy not getting the girl is so much more adamant about this was supposed to be a dude's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. always the best of that guy. That's what I said. I think I was mad guys, about that. Like, I thought we were watching a yeah. movie. Little J had that for his girlfriend came over. And they, they, I think that's who he lost his virginity to. They started fucking. Well, and it was like I was gonna crash over his house, and he'd be still like, "It's like no, you can still crash." Because just like Lisa's gonna stay over too, and you're like, "All right, I get." And then like I would just be, and then like, you know, when you feel two people hoping that I would either leave or fall asleep, and you're like that guy, yeah. and you're like, ah, you just go harder. That was my entire childhood. childhood. That was my mom and Joe. Everyone looking at you, <laughs> like, like, like waiting for me. To you be tired like, yet? <laughs> So, you're still up. Well, that's why you had that early bedtime. My Saturday night couldn't be better. Dude, I'm telling you. You were used to 
that letting them plow around <laughs> asleep yeah. over you're like well it's 8pm shouldn't our parents be fucking yeah. <laughs> we gotta go to guys. bed guys your parents don't fuck every night wildly your mom's not fucking anyone that was a good friend of your dad your mom's not drinking a pint glass of southern comfort Manhattan we should probably get to bed Dude, yeah. It's bedtime. Things get ugly. It's been, you see that guys, guys you guys hear, hear some noises. <laughs> the darkness early. wakes up. Just go to bed, dude. And yeah. Tomorrow comes. <laughs> like, you're on a whole different level. Of yeah, the nighttime is not a good time. Dude, when I finally started staying awake past them, I, I mean, I've told the story to everybody in this room and on the show multiple times. You, their beds were, the bed was above the living room, and they would just get sloppy drunk. And then you start hearing the bed, and you'd be like, I just say out loud, like, all right. Oh, no. Dude. Yeah, really? You'd acknowledge. I, well, you'd like, hear it. And I'd be like, okay. I was like 11, 12. I'd just go out to the garage. And oh, all right. I think you're yeah. always supposed to pretend you don't hear it. Damn, you're dude. annoyed by it. That's you're on a different great, level. Byron, like, comfortable. Byron Easy, Joe. That's room. my mother. <laughs> that's the woman who gave birth to me. She's got soft hips. Watch it. Easy. She had, she had Guillaume Beret. <laughs> Please watch out for her. You're going to fuck her back into paralysis. Yeah. Dude, and they were like, when you have alcoholic parents, they get like loud and they're just drunk. You know, so they don't realize that they're just drunk fucking slap it, Joe. Yeah. Slap it. Dude, there, I, I promise you there were a couple times where I had, I used to carry my cigarettes in mini M&M containers. And I remember one time just on a Monday night watching Monday Nitro. And hearing them bang upstairs, and I was like, well, and I went into the garage with my dog and smoked a cigarette. And I was like, <laughs> maybe 13. There's an 11-year-old soda out there. Like, I was 13 Christ. sitting on the steps of my garage with their two cars right there with Montana just sitting there watching at me. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, Damn, like, Joe, come already. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn, what a swimmer's fucking. He's got a swimmer's uh, lungs. He can, just stay, he can stay deep in that puss. And this guy's got go in him, bro. <laughs> His breathing. And you start overthinking. Like, you think He's going multiple rounds, or he holds off for that one big bass. This guy's all hips and breath. <laughs> it's just like, damn. <laughs> was he going? I mean, yeah. Swim lungs. He was yeah. going long enough for you to get frustrated to go out and smoke. Dude, I would hear it. It's like wild, this. man. I would he hear was really it. really fucking. And my Nintendo was like, that's where my Nintendo was, in that room. And I remember being like, <sighs> wait, in which room? The living room. The fucking room? The room they fuck in. No, no. <laughs> he goes, sorry, guys. I'm just going to try to He's see if I can be in the Metroid. I got, <laughs> I got a blanket over me. I go, just beat Mario World. <laughs> goes, you guys to chill You out. guys do you. That's happening back there. My thing's up here. <laughs> I'm okay. not even here. I am up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, PA. Play the game start. of Perfect Dark. I'm going to need you guys just to shut the fuck up. No, my, uh, my Nintendo was in the living room, which is below their bedroom. And then sometimes I'd take it out into the other room. Because you could hear them fucking so loudly, you would move the... Yeah. Jesus, dude. Well, you would hear the bed. You wouldn't hear them. you just hear, like, the bed. Well, it, well, you didn't ever hear them? One, when I moved it out to the other room. Because it was a hear? direct shot to the... Oh, no. The oh, went hear? up, and then you just heard it once. You're like, yeah! Well, well, do you remember exactly what you heard? Like, I think I heard it? Joe. What did he do? Yes. I think I heard, like, a, oh. <laughs> Damn, dude. And you're like, oh, no. Damn, you heard a dude come? Oh, oh, oh your yeah. mom! Yeah. I heard. I, I hear oh, my mom. I hear yeah. my mom and, and and my Joe pounding pretty good when I was younger. And then because they were young too, yeah. Oh, so I'd hear them fuck. And then when I went upstairs the one time, it was something like my stepfather asked me to look under his bed for something. <laughs> I went under the bed, and then so I just saw like so you had some lube under there. No, I wish. No, it was uh those things that like they hook onto the. Like the wheel posts of the mattress, Whoa. so you could tie. 
Whoa. So we could starfish my mom and Whoa. have access to all holes. No holes barred. <laughs> You're helping him? What's he got? You holding the flashlight? No. Like, oh. <laughs> no. He was, me say, he was asking me to go get like something else like under his bed. I and, found and, your restraints. And then I happened to see, yeah, like the fucking... I saw the rack. Like, I saw hand. the rack. He put it. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, Jay, that's a Vietnamese fuck basket." Will you grow up? Come on. Well, you're, you're a teenager up, now. We hook it to the ceiling fan, and your mother gets in it, and I give her the business. <laughs> yeah, dude. My my mom and, and Joe, Joe was just, had a mule, dude. Dude, they just had a back alley street fight. Dude, the day. weirdest one was uh, was rainy. Our friend Rainy yeah. was telling us about his his family. Oh my god! But they would. The daughter was his sister was dating a dude that worked at a porn. A porn shop, yeah, and the family, his whole family, would share the porn. <laughs> Rainy and like, what do you his, mean? Like, the Rainy and like his his dad would come in to like his sister's yeah. room and be like, "You guys done with that?" And grab porn. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty wild, bro. Dude, I had to hide my porn because I got when I got um, <laughs> this is like nineteen ninety nine, so I was sixteen, and you could go online and buy a um, it was called like a a, a prank ID. That's how they sold them, where they were like, prank your friends into thinking, but I, I got it that I was 21, and I would go into porn shops. All I wanted was cigarettes and porn, and I'd just go buy porn, and I'd buy all these VHSs, and they were like, cheap. You know, you buy like three for $10, and then I remember watching so much porn that got caught in the VCR that I had to cut out with a scissor. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, cut yeah. them, and I was like, well, there goes that one, and just go back yeah. to the porn store and buy another cheap porn. I told you. I told you. On the show before, Dan, didn't I? But my little brother get me caught with all my porn magazines. What? How? No, what? It's the be- so I used to, my buddy John, once the military. Yeah. Used to work at a magazine. like a yeah, Anything stand. you young makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. Magazine yeah. store. He worked at a magazine shop. And they would let him. He didn't really, wasn't in the porn that much, which always blew my mind. When somebody young wasn't in the porn. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. But it's probably not that weird. But I was very into it. And so when they get rid of the magazines, they, you know, they have like a box of basically like last month's magazines. He would just grab them and he would, you know, if you want them, you could have them. And I would take them. And I kept them in. What, like old bread? Like day olds. Yeah. Yeah, they're day olds. He goes, ah, dude, no one's jerked off to that. I'll tell you like what. A month. I'll tell you what. You guys saw that porn as day old bread? I saw it as croutons. Yeah. <laughs> Season it. Fucking Season it up, buddy. Let it go. No problem. I don't care. This is February. Yeah. But I, go, I don't care about this one. It's March now. No, I, he, so you give them to me, and I just had a bunch. And my friends, I had friends who would come over, and I said I'd be babysitting my brother at this point because yeah. he was so young. He was really young, maybe like three years old or so. So let's say I was like 14 or 15, and I had all this porn magazines. And what I started doing was uh, I started getting so many that I would keep them in. I had a telescope box. Took telescope out of it. It was like one of the old, like, shitty, you know, ones you get at a toy store. But the box was big. So I go, I can keep, like, three rows of porn magazines in it. <laughs> Piled to the top. And this thing was pulled down and taken up so much because my friends come after school. And my brother was so little. He was, like, you know, put him to watch TV or whatever, playing a playpen. And me, oh, and I yeah, I do remember this yeah. story. I tell you, it's funny. And, and we used to think it was funny with my brother with everything to get him to say either racist stuff or... Uh, like sex shit. So we'd show him the thing, and we'd be like, it's big tits, Bobby. It's big tits right there. He's a heroin act now. I don't know if that's related. <laughs> big tits, Bobby. Big tits. And uh, and then he would like to say it, and we'd all laugh. Titties! 
And then I put this, but this box was taken down and put up so much and so stuffed with porn that it was like cracking at the seams. I may have even taped part of it at some point. It was up in the top of my closet. And what I was magazines gone. were they? Were they like was it Gallery, like, Cherie, oh, Penthouse Society? Penthouse was too vanilla. Uh, Gash. I was going for all the no. I wanted the like the porn star ones. Yeah. And so uh, my, my, one day I was gone, probably my grandma's house, and my parents. We just got cable when we moved to that like a row house in Philly. We moved from an apartment to a house. Yeah. And we had just got, uh, like, cable finally left. And so my parents were watching a movie. No, I'm sorry. I was there. I remember sitting there and, like, and a girl gets naked on the TV screen and my brother's a baby. And he just goes, <laughs> he goes, big tits, big tits. <laughs> and they're like, what did he say? I go, I don't know. He said that. <laughs> Wait, when <laughs> he said kid. it, did you know? Were you yeah, like, yeah. fuck, I totally, taught him that. Totally. <laughs> fuck, like, I taught him tits, that. Big tits, big tits. And I'm like, that's weird. They go, what was he saying that for? I go, Probably hears stuff and right. He goes big tit and like an autistic kid, he just stands up and he just starts going big tits. It's like red rum, like the kid yeah. doing red rum and shining. Yeah. Big tits, like, big tits, big, big tits, big tits. tits. And he just starts walking up. He the goes, stairs. Oh, he's got the shining. <laughs> Bobby's got the shining. Dude, anything to try to get him to get like big tits. And I go, what are you following for? My mom just like follows him like he's like a like a like a dog <laughs> sniffing out crime. And he's like big tits, and then just goes. It's like a horror. He just stays not pointing. He's just staring at my closet and going, "Big tits, big tits." And my mom's like, "Big tits." Like you know, she points he goes, to like whatever. And he's like, "Big, big tits." And what are you doing right now? Uh, I'm guys, downstairs. this is crazy. We just guys, you guys are missing the movie. <laughs> yeah. I I'm gonna unpause it. I'm gonna unpause it. I'm gonna unpause it. It's on now. You're gonna see what Arnold does. Is he gonna get the You're toy? <laughs> you don't know if he's gonna jingle all the way. <laughs> Is he can even jingle all the way? <laughs> yeah. Guys, you guys are missing him jingling I think all the way. I doing like the, I hope this doesn't go as bad as it can go. And that box, <laughs> my, my mom's just like, she's not tall either. And so she reaches up to get the box. And I think just like it was so rickety when she grabs the box and just like, <laughs> it, open. it just spilled out. It just it rains. Oh. Filthy, rank porn all over her head. Well, and what happens, just like it's raining on her. You got to think about this like anything that falls on you. At first, she covered up. So she, she's like, oh, God! And covered up and then saw one thing that fell and was like, what the fuck? And then just looked around and was like, oh, my God. Did she just like, Jason! She did freak out, but within an hour, let me keep it all. Whoa! She told, wow. told me I had to put it in the basement, though. Huh. If you're going to jerk, I guess, don't jerk on the sheets I wash. Was That's that very nice. <laughs> I mean, not so many words. It's like, keep this in the basement. Was, your, was, your, was Joe like, hey, uh... <laughs> He's like, what's that, February issue? Um, okay, we, we, have, we don't even have much time left, but let's take a break. It's our only break so far. They'll, they'll edit in some breaks. It's, no, no, you're wrong. Sure. Uh, if we need them. And uh, we're hanging out, of course, with Beezer, Shane Gillis. It's the Lost Tapes. It's the bonfire. That's so funny. And now back to the bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Hello. Hanging out with Shane Gillis. Beezer, Hi. Brian hey. Six. Brian Six, the bees. The Shane. Beezer. Philadelphia legends. The all coming here. together. Everybody here going down the Skank Fest. Very excited. Oh, yeah. Skank yeah. Fest South. Christine's been working on it all weekend. I'm ready. That's why she didn't come with me to Washington, D.C. I've never been to Houston. Ever? 
No, have you guys? No, I've never been there. No, no. I've been, that's I've never been to, to Texas. Really? No. It's uh, no, I've been, I've I used been to go there. to Houston with Patrice all the time. Actually, that was like one of the gigs I did with him often. Was this? It, the, there's no. The club doesn't exist anymore. I'm excited. The venue's cool. You guys, Christine and Rebecca went and scouted the venue. Lewis is pumped. Well, Lewis would be pumped if wherever it was. That's his job to be amped. Skankfest Albany. Skankfest Albany, yo. Yeah, no matter where it's at. You guys ready to rip it? <laughs> Skankfest Stroudsburg. Yeah. We're coming. ShaneGillis.com for dates. BrianSix.com? No. What? Never. TheBees.com? Yes. No. Bees at Brian6 with a 6. six at Brian6. Social media. Go get mm-hmm. some. Yeah, Brian's on the new and nasty. Yeah. New and nasty Fuck showcase. Yeah. With yes. another guy and some chick and a black and a Reggie. Oh yeah, it's Reggie. Really? Phillies really? Really? Philly's rapping. Yeah. No, it's a it's a good lineup all around. Is that what Jessa Reed's doing also? She's doing regular uh, shows. She's Philly. Is she? Yeah. No, it's Delaware. Well, something. She lives in yeah, she came up in Philly. Yeah. Is she really? Yeah. She. I started. We started. Yeah, with her in Philly. She got a banana story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah getting, we we had her party time. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like a pretty girl. And everything, but she was like, she said it was bad, like methed out, no oh. teeth, fucking shit. Crazy. Yeah. Have you had a comic that you guys started with that, like, through time, you've been doing it long enough. Jody Appleby. I was <laughs> 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 saying, through time, you see him and you're like, whoa, life, yikes. Like quitting comedy. We yeah. were trying to think of this, uh, I think, at the, at Sal's for the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Has there been a comic who you could think of that's, had an hour special of some sort that it just doesn't do comedy. I can't think of one, though. It just doesn't do comedy anymore. Like, failed out of it after having an hour special. No. I can't think of one. No, I, can, I know people with TV appearances that have stopped. Of course, yeah. yeah I, I, but, I, and certainly half-hour specials, without a doubt, that have just stopped eventually. There's also weird when I think every comic has a name of somebody who was like, this guy was good, and just... Oh, yeah, they just, just, just But just a realistic, like, you know what? I don't have the guts. The thing that my friend Travis, you know Travis, yeah. T-Bird, he was always such a great example of that. Well, I don't funny, know, but I know of him. But funny, funny, funny dude and just had a legitimate, like, one day, like, I don't have, like, the 15 years of doing this. Like, yeah. he's, been, I've been doing, he's like, I've been doing it for, like, three or four. He's yep. like, and I just see it's not going to be a quick road for me or whatever. This yeah, well, that's every social media and stuff, too, which I'm probably, he probably would have had a better shot, but now he just. Like, all of our, all of our good friends from Philly. Yeah, stopped. Really? And really? they're really good. McKeever doesn't do it. McCusker's just starting to do it again. Yeah. Like, Wait. all these guys just stopped doing it. They just don't like it. Yeah. Was it was it because of the scene in Philly, or was it because they just didn't want to do stand-up? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. But, yeah, it gets to a point where it's not that fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, so yeah. If you don't see some sort of, like, that's what I said a lot of people. I understand when I have, like, they just don't like or it. young comics I know, too, that, that they get, out of, get disenchanted with it for quickly is because, like, you just sort of have to, like, you you just see the twinkle of like, yeah, I'm just trying to head to that over there in small things. When I started, I don't know what the equivalent of this is now, but when I started, it was like a premium blend. That was for sure. Thing you were like when I started, it was, it was like, 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 to try to get to like a. We were doing one of those like five or not even a premium Montreal. Blend. It was like, do like a local like Metro Channel had something hosted by Robert Klein. I did, and it was like a seven minute set. New, New Joke City, maybe it was called, on Metro Channel. Yeah, it was terrible, but like. You know, I prepared for it. Like I was doing it. And you're like, oh, well, I'm on TV in some fashion. Do you know what I mean? I think it was. I think Vecchione had that with, like, if you ask him, it's like, 
Lou Tilly's fucking <laughs> like oh, comedy Saucerita. Like, like Lou Tilly was like pizzeria. a local uh, like comedy pizzeria sports guy. Yeah. Lou Tilly was like a news yeah. channel sports guy and he did like a it's like Tilly's faves or Tilly's laughs or something like that. And like, you know, got on that. Yeah, ours was Mon- ours was Montreal. Which it still is kind of and then live at no, Gotham. But it wasn't Montreal. Live at Gotham no, it wasn't Montreal when you were in Tucson. People leaving in Tucson. Oh, dude, Tucson, it was just like... Who knows about Montreal? You just wanted to MC at the club. Right, You could MC at the club, and then if you could work uh, the Desert Diamond Casino, if you could work at the Honda Casino in Cholo. But if you don't get those little bitty, like, just something, some acknowledgement of something. Yeah. Even I said, sometimes it would save you just, like, if you weren't getting a thing, just, like, a comic that was, like, higher up than you going, like, I'll take an interest in you, like, come on the road or something Oh, Yeah. It's like giving you a gig to you, it's like, oh my god, this is it. He was like, yeah, no, oh my god, someone gives a shit. But I can yeah, see some of those guys were getting bailing, all that. Man. Some of those guys were getting all that stuff, and I think there are a lot of people. My friend Joe, when I started in New York, when I moved to New York, my friend Joe was like so good. He was just getting everything, and he kind of got to this thing where he's like, ah, I'd rather just go try yeah. to get pussy and hang out with my friends. That's uh, McKee- McKeever yeah. doesn't do stand up, and mm-hmm. when he does, he'll take like two years off and just come in and feature for a weekend or something. Oh. Just murders. So funny. Like, he's still so good at it. And he was getting, he got JFL, he got Adam yeah. Devine's house party. Mm-hmm. He was doing it, he just stopped liking it. Every time Dave Smith's always someone I always worry about with that sometimes because I don't, he doesn't do stand up a ton. And I'm always like, and then we'll do like the skank shows in LA or something, and I'll be like, how's Dave going to like. Go up there and do, and he fucking murders. Too. Yeah, like, he's he's, coming down he's there, so uh, good at it. like he's such a natural like talent at it. It's like, really he's impressive. coming down to Philly. I just booked a show for him or yeah. helped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah him, about uh, it's most of that the twenty first with him and uh, Robbie uh, Burns. The fire, right? yeah, the Robbie the fire. No, 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 he's he's going and starting doing some gigs now. He's announcing them on yeah. Skanks and stuff, which is great. But yeah. I mean, like for a couple years, he's also had, like a chaos couple years too with like having a baby and everything. But like, I'm like he's not. I'd always get that you know behind his back almost doing like the. I just wish Dave would do spots. Like he's gonna, uh, he's gonna lose all that thing. He's got such natural talent. And then he just goes and like he's been writing. So, you know, so he's just not performing it, but he's writing it. And then when he goes and does it, he's nailing it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. But some people, man, that were just funny. That you're like, the I funny mean, people any, you know is like that they just don't. Want, but there is something about perseverance. Then there's also people I just know who would be around forever because they only have perseverance. But yeah. they have, or, or you but know, it works. I mean, there's people. Just perseverance, putting together careers for real, like staying relevant. Yeah. What kind of career? You mean like VFW hall type careers? No, like though? people live in New York doing stand up. You know, it's like how are you? Or how are you here? I know a couple of people yeah. like that. They work at clubs. They're like, this yeah, that's is crazy, what I mean. This guy. How do you? Yeah, but also fifty. We also know fifty year olds with like two roommates. You know, what I mean, there's a big difference there. True. Like, there's also a thing about loving doing this too much that you sacrifice any sort of like semblance of a successful life. For it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I got so wigged at like thirty six that I was like, "This isn't where I pictured myself being at 36. I was like very worried about that because when you're young, some people do. I guess like Kevin Hart did, and people like that. Some people are thinking about that at twenty one. At twenty one, yeah. If if they were like, "Don't you want to become a millionaire?" It's like, "Ah, I probably will at some point if this goes well." You know, it's like some point, and then you get to a point, you get to the thing where like. I would suck cock if I could just make six figures one year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's very... You turn uh, the guy from Firefest. Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Suck your dick. Dude, you know, for water, cool. whatever I need. Just give me a spot on a Soul Joel show. And I'll I love DMX. I love DMX. Balls. Says Or not DMX. Uh, ja. Ja Rule says he is, in fact, like looking into it, trying to do a, a makeup Firefest. Fest. Oh, yes. really? Yeah, exactly. You're like, yes. Oh, good. good Fool me good. once. People will go. 
I I would do that to be a part of the chaos. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. I would hire a private charter to go just to know I could get off quick. Yeah, just be those assholes. Just to, just to see, it, just to watch it. Who's coming in yeah. on that seaplane? <laughs> Is that Dan Soder? <laughs> we all get. Hi, out. everyone. <laughs> a seaplane. Uh. Uh. Oh, he's got a new campaign. With Evian. That's like Evian. That was serious. I saw. So it. good, was, you'll do anything for it. People magazine. Whoa. So good, you'll do anything for yeah, it. Yeah, because you know Evian Water was like, hey, that guy uh, said he'd suck dick for our water. Maybe we pay him like 20K. Yeah, but he was gay. He'd suck dick for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me being like, I'll play video games for a week. And you a, think it's like a punishment? You're like, do you want to do that? You go, I desperately want to do that. If somebody asks him for water, he goes, let me suck your dick. I'll give you water. <laughs> he goes, I don't need water. I What's just, that water worth to you? Can I goes, suck your dick? <laughs> I don't need that bottle of water. I just drink cum. Speaking of which. Why don't you get down those trousers? Oh, oh, shoot. You shoot first. Speaking of which, you shoot first. I ate an entire English cucumber. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think any job. There's like people, there's like stories about NBA players where they're like, they know guys that were awesome that just didn't want to fucking, didn't give a shit. People not giving a shit and having talent might be one of the fucking craziest things in the world to watch. Comedy. Have you met a lot of people where comedy is a fallback from another big thing they thought they were going to do? Because I've met. That's so, a lot. In, Minia- of, in Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah, but sports particularly, Minneapolis, two times now I've worked with a guy who was like, he's always talking about, man, my friend Willie Green used to play on the Sixers. And so, and then you eventually have to ask, like, I guess you played some college ball, dude. Like, yeah. you clearly want me to ask this question. Yeah. You know what I mean, and like, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, but then well, uh, my knee, co- I went to so- UTEP. Comedy, yeah. Then I was playing down at Indiana State Tech. Weird schools. <laughs> then I was in that league. But I think a lot of people, uh, comedy is why we get so many weirdos, is because it's like oh, I've been funny. That could yeah. be funny. No, here's why. It's Let the me... only thing that it's the only entertainment type that you could just. I mean, it's like Seinfeld said in that. Is that the Ford one time? Like, you could just do it. You're like, well, I'm a failed basketball player, and then tomorrow you could just say you're a comedian. You just yeah. go. Well, you could, you could availably do it. You can't go sing on a stage tomorrow if you wanted to, if you're just anybody. Yeah. You, you can't even just, just I mean, you work. karaoke, obviously, but I'm saying, like, you couldn't get, like, a gig. Yeah. But you can go to, like, what is considered a comedy show and, and do it tomorrow if you wanted to, if you're anybody. And have no skill at it. And then have no skill at it, do terrible, and then do it again that night if you want somewhere else, probably. You know what I mean? Like, you can just keep doing it. Yeah. It's pretty amazing in that it's good Porn. in that regard, but it also lets a lot of people just go, I'll do that. And then there's the L.A. thing where it's like anybody who's like a an actor who's not working right now, they're like, oh, I'll go make some money doing this, and that's infuriating yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but that, I think it's comedy and porn. Porn, you'd be like, I'll go film a video of me fucking on this bear mattress for $30. You're like, I'm a porn star. And you're like, what you shoot? That's bear mattress? Sad shit, buddy. Some real sad. You hear a dog barking in the background. <laughs> ah, fucking love it. I, it's two people. Uh, uh, a girl I met in Rochester. It was her and her friend. They were two nurses. She now is doing uh, amateur like Pornhub porn, and and there's a couple from I've met in in Nashville that do like amateur Pornhub porn. Yeah, it's very bizarre. You just do it. That is another thing you can't just do. Porn. That's what I'm saying. Porn and comedy. You just put it out thing. there and be like, I do porn. Yeah. Like, do you mean you fucking the it camera sucks, on? That's like that's more than the professional stuff. The amateur, all that shit. 
dominates. And yet people will, yeah, I will say that, though. People respect and admire and enjoy the lower levels of porn far more than they enjoy the lower oh, levels yeah. of comedy. Lower, lower. I know, rightfully so. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I actually followed a porn star on Instagram last week. I had to unfollow. I felt like... Why? I felt like a fucking weirdo. Why? Yeah, follow porn stars on Instagram? I follow porn stars on Instagram. I, I bet you shit. do. Kid who goes to bed first. <laughs> <laughs> she no, she didn't follow me, dude, despite my brand new blue check mark. Oh, that's, oh. that's why you That's did. not why I did it. That's it was No, 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 I promise you, it was before the blue check mark. That's why you it was. Did. It was before the blue Why'd check Why'd you follow her? Did you meet her? Or no, she's just hot and post hot pictures. What porn star is it? She's a hot baby girl, dude. Don't worry about my baby girl. I'm not going to tell you so you can jerk off to her. I will. We both will. We're going to so hard. I'll send you guys ruining. I'll check. send you the links. You can't, dude. Is it something? It's then? Emily Willis. Does she have how many followers? I'm really not. I, I kind of, I kind of used it up. I'm, I'm done with her though. You're done. I never get ready to any on. porn stars. No, I know. I was actually making fun of people who know porn stars' names. I'm like, it's weird. But there's then, also so just this one beautiful them. baby yeah. girl. There's, yeah, there's so many. Fifty every day. You find the one you like and hold on tight. Hold on tight, dude. I'm monogamous <laughs> with my porn stars. Yeah. I just want to stay in relationship one for a while. Yeah. If I know. And when we interview them on SDR show, but if I know the name of legit like ten porn stars total working right now, would be I'd say I probably don't. I'm just I just go name. right back to the favorite. You said don't you don't know show me that picture. You picked the worst picture of my beautiful see baby girl, dude. Let me see the slut. How dare you? Grab whatever you want, baby girl. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's just random. That came up in Christine's archives. That's what she looks at. Really. Yowzers. I'll tell you what, no, it's guys. very woke of you, dude. Look at her catching those two BBCs, bro. That's right, guys, I'm the, that's that's not the type of junk I'm into, dude. <laughs> I just like I just Garbage. like to watch her just picks clothed. <laughs> you have to see her out and about doing tasks. Dude, I also she reminds me of a baby girl from the show Cheer, which is what I'm into right now. I'm into hot young Kids. I watched one. Come on, Jane. <laughs> I watched Let's one. Come. I watched come one episode. On, yeah, did you? Couldn't come on, it. me. No, it's not very good. It's a pretty bad show. But it's the, like what I'm I pretty was, fun to make fun of. Girls. What I very thought more of it was, was I thought it was just boring. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't care about anything. It's like I hope that gay black kid finds his way in life. The chubby one. What is it? It's a reality. It's, it's like it's a last chance show. you for cheerleading. Yeah. Ah. Right. I, uh, it just became a thing of it became a fun show to watch well, and make fun of. Is Last Chance You a good description of it? Because Last Chance You is it a good team? Yeah, Last yeah. Chance You. Well, it's it's all, one whole year, thing. One like, year they're like they the best. Stunk. They're yeah. the they're the best cheerleading team. Well, the Last it just Chance happens you, to be like a junior college. or something. Well, that's the same thing. Like Last Chance You is the best junior college. Oh, okay, typically. Gotcha. Except the last one of the years, they just went fucking against Buddy, dude. That, yeah. that guy was the best coach ever. He's yeah. just this fucking wigger from Compton. He's yeah. this white dude that was like, every pregame, his his pep talk would be like, yo, I'm from fucking Compton, yo. And the players would be like, all right. All right, cool, bud. What does that have to do What are we going to do about this? Uh, what are we going to do this running gun attack? Independence, yeah. Kansas like, right now. Saying <laughs> stop saying that. We also have to worry about, we're playing eight-man football. Yeah, and then yeah, the, those teams always fall apart. The cheer, those girls stay together because they're loyal babies. Gabby, come on, Shane. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby are dude. Don't. Gabby Butler, Gabby, Gabby Butler's Gabby's, a superstar. Yeah. Gabby's mom is that's that's the lady with the lady with the lift. She got a great shit slicer though. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, come on, Gabby, just work out that butt. Have old men jerk off to you so I can have this frilly dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sure that. The documentary series is jacked off too constantly. Oh, that one—that one would be stuck to the button if it could be. How old are they? 
Like, like nah, don't worry about it. Old enough. <laughs> yeah. right, that's all you need to worry about. All right. Yeah, old enough. This is Mexico. <laughs> yeah, what are you, a cop? That's what you ask? <laughs> How old are they? Raleigh? What are you, fucking cop? This right. is your jurisdiction. Right. How old are they? Perfect. Yeah. Right in their prime. <laughs> yeah. Right in the uh, best time of their lives. I said what that show did bring the light, though. I said this to you last week, is that the black cheerleader dudes are all as queenishly gay as you could possibly be. And would whoop every one of our asses. Dude, Ladavius, <laughs> such great shape. Ladavius yeah. could come in here right now and clear the room Ladanius? of all Ladavius? Yeah. He'd be tossing us in the air? Yeah. He'd catch you and throw you in the I'm air? I'm Ladanius, and I love Ladanus. Yeah, he goes, I'm coming for that Ladanus and that lock. Uh, you know what? It doesn't work. Pull your dick out. Dude, He's uh, they're jacked. What's funny is that he talked in the documentary. He's like... I was good at football, yeah. and I just did want to play it. And you're like, oh, you were a problem on the field. I He's had... also like, I'm real good at fighting because <laughs> people have been calling me gay my whole life, and I am gay. And you're like, oh, man, I bet you could fucking beat like, the shit out of me. Dennis Gang was coming after me, and like, I killed their leaders in like a two-on-one fight where I whooped both ass and killed them. And then they said, I'm the leader, and then I, and then I broke the gang up. So, <laughs> like, in, whoa, anyways, what? they said that me and my gang had killed this leader and we needed to get back to Coney Island but this other gang I go Ladavius is this he's war the story of, no but he's they're the fairies yeah the Staten Island uh, fairies yeah, yeah. that's insane you imagine getting beat up by a guy named Ladanius yeah, yeah. yeah I could imagine after I saw it I think his, I name's, like, Lada- oh, his name's Ladarius Ladarius I don't know. That's better. He's built like Ladanus a rhino, is though. what you call him. All right. Well, dude, he yeah, he's got the muscles on the muscle yeah. where you're like, dude, I bet one-on-one you burned me for a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah. He just goes. <laughs> that Life After Lockup show has got another, like, this skinny little uh, black dude with a, a wolf and ponytail. It's ridiculous. He only likes, let's call them fat women. And, uh, <laughs> and the fat women always have a jacked, muscular, black best friend who's like angry and I'm waiting on the, I'm patiently waiting on the show for one of the gay friends to beat up you know the prison asshole yeah. guys that get out and just like prey on fat women <laughs> dude fat women yo speaking of prison assholes I got I got I'm performing at Rikers Island on Wednesday whoa for real yeah who set that up uh, fucking Aaron Berg asked Aaron me Berg, do yeah, doing shows out there. I'm doing a show at Rikers Island on Wednesday. I'm pretty yeah. fucking worried about it. You should step on a light bulb and you go, hello, my name is Shane That's Gillen. what we were That's talking about. That'd be great if he goes. Dying laughing about it. Like, wearing all black. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gun. he goes, this is a story about how dating sucks. <laughs> and they're like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. did the lower you like was sixty nine with your dad. I was like getting them worked up with subjects like nothing they can do. He goes, Man, you know what's best, dude? Just having a beautiful woman suck your dick. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, uh, long walks at my own leisure. No, so <laughs> I like twenty three hours out of a cell, one hour in. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about uh McCusker is obsessed with uh it's just this prison, this guy from, all right, fuck it, I'll say yeah. He loves this guy, this YouTuber named Wes Watson. He's like, well, you know, he might be a former Aryan brother, whatever. But uh, <laughs> he does, like, motivational workout videos now. It's so fucking funny. But then McCusker and his brother, Billy, got big into, like, using prison length. Like, they're stealing valor. 
yeah, oh, what's, prison. Like, yeah, they're just using, like, it's so funny. What's the but I was like, dude, I'm just going to go in there. Because they, they were telling me what to say. I'm like, dude, I just hooped a bunch of fucking, like, I'm going to keep telling them I hooped Viagra in and the bubble, the balloon burst. Now I'm rock hard during this set. <laughs> I got Viagra in me. Wait, I'm, so hooping is sticking Hooping is, yeah, yeah, yeah. up your butt. And then the, uh, you got to call the kites. Yeah, what's that? Oh, I wrote down. I wrote down my set on one of these little kites, and you got to pull out a piece of paper <laughs> that's got seven thousand words on it, and it's the size of a stamp because that's what they do. Kites to, to send out letters, just to each other. Yeah, they say, kites. "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you." You don't watch Jailbirds, dude. Yeah. You should oh, ask them. You have so many questions. It. You should ask them if you can really if they can communicate through toilets and shit on the yeah, bowl. Dude, dude, there was somebody was who was just telling me this story. These dudes, they had a vent to each other. One of them stabbed each other, but they. So they had a vent connecting each other's cells, and like every day they would go back to, before bed and be like, "Fuck you!" Like whispering. <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. That this dude, guy going like, so he goes, "All right." You. He's like looking at a picture of his family. He goes, "Time to go to bed." I fucking hate you. <laughs> Whoever fuck you is on the other end of this. <laughs> when I see you, shit. I swear to God, when I see you, I'm just gonna fuck your shit. And then up. one of them stabbed the other. Yeah. One. And then that guy goes like this. He's just waiting in line for food, and he goes, he hears "Hey his man, voice. is that Trey?" One he goes. That's the voice. <laughs> That's the voice. He looks over. <gasps> Kill that guy. Oh my god! Give me your shank. Give me your shank. Give me your shank. I forgot it. I don't have it on me. Do you have a shank? Yes, you do. Give me it's a really, it's so crazy to see like those the scariest like men in the world. Sometimes, like they have to react like children on everything they do. Even if they break like protocol to do something yeah. crazy, it's like, well, what happened? How did he get stabbed in the mess hall? It goes. Well, we had them lined up, size order, single file, wearing their really weird outfits, and everyone was doing the right thing. Yeah, and then and, one and guy just went, hey, well, yep. there's one bad seed. But it's like there really is. Everything is uh Yeah, and Ladarius stole his <laughs> juice box, and we had to separate them. And then we had to separate them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's I'm, so funny when they get mad, when they get mad about it, where they go, he took his snack. And he goes, is this toddlers? And they go, no, these men are all he took his multiple, snack. He, multiple. He stabbed orders. him 47 times. <laughs> <laughs> he ripped his eye socket out. That's my favorite uh, moment in So I Married an Ex-Murderer when they do the tour of uh, oh. of Alcatraz. And he's like, then they urinated in his eye sockets. Phil Hartman. Yeah. yeah Phil Hartman. So funny. But you can call me Vicky. <laughs> yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually worried about this. You're kind of. I mean, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. And I'm excited to see it. It'll be a good experience. Like, I Rutgers think I... Island's fucking scary, dude. Fuck yeah, it is. It's a well, jail it's the that they tried to shut down. It's not the scariest, though, because it, it's a still jail, which is a big thing. Like, a lot of these people, like, depends who you're performing for. If you're performing for the people that are, like, you know, not up for murder, that's the problem. Is like, it's murderers waiting for trial, and it's also, like, scofflaw people waiting for trial. Or a guy who, like, uh, you they know, is, like, child not, not paying child support child. payments, like, waiting for... So it's like you can get a number of things, but that's what I hated about getting arrested in New York at all when I got arrested. And they brought me all to the different, because I was way uptown, mm -hmm. and it was like a series of different like uh, precincts they had to bring me to before they gathered all of us up to bring us down to Central Booking. Yeah. God. Getting arrested in New York would fucking blow. It fucking yeah. sucked, dude. It sucked. It was like, and it was even, at the end, it was, by the time I got to this, I was 17 hours in the tombs, and then probably like two or three hours leading up to getting there. If not even maybe more, yeah. but like when we were in there, people going around in those cells, like saying what they're there for, and like you just go to the <laughs> the central booking tombs if you're there for an unpaid seatbelt ticket that I forgot about and have my license suspended. So driving with that driving with a suspended license, I think was the charge. Actually. Sure, okay, in there with guys who literally are just fessing up to murdering somebody that night. 
or whatever kind of crazy. It's really crazy shit. They don't even care. They're talking about it inside. I know what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to get it. I have a very important message for the inmates at Rikers. I'm going to say, guys, if we just, you guys just get along, start being nice. It can be a fun camp here. I had a joke. It can be like summer camp. We can Are play basketball. Are you basing basketball. it off of something I said before? No. I swear to you, Christina, I've made a joke about this before. But I've wanted to say that, like, if one person go in there and goes, guys, Everyone's from different gangs, different neighborhoods. We all hate each other. I understand. But we would have the most... We could have, have fun a, in here. We could have a, a fucking fun NBA sleepover. in here, dude. Like a real... Yeah. like. We wake up every day. The guards would probably be cool if everyone's just cool and getting along and doing... Yeah, it'd be a camp. Yeah, it'd be a fun camp. They but they go in and they choose. Then they stab be- the shit out of whoever was gay enough to suggest that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first guy to be like, guys, we could... They, this is not the first time this has been suggested. Every year, somebody yeah. gets to Rikers and is like... Positive attitude. Guys, let's have fun in here. Just like, yeah, some guys like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing a life sentence. Yeah, I'm going to cut his yeah, head isn't off. Isn't it crazy you still want to live with, with that kind of level of like, you don't have to. It's like, you know, we yeah. could probably get a lot more things and uh, not we even have fun. It's here. like a lot more like, uh, like what do you call it? Like, things you could do, you know, like, like a lot more leniency. Yeah. From There'd the be so much more room if for everyone activities. Was just, yeah. If we just started being nice to one another. But guys, let's friend still, up. They still want to keep those. Like colors, not skin. Hatreds going primary. And walk around always looking over your back from people making. Well, that's because, yeah, all it takes is one psycho. Well, and most of them are psycho. All it takes is one to get in there and be like, well, I'm just going to ruin this, take over. Well, it really is a person with nothing to lose. And like, I'll fucking kill anybody. That's why I'm curious to see who gets to go to the show. Do you know what I mean? All the good boys. That's I don't think I it is all the good boys. I think it's just all the boys. I don't think it's all the good boys. Berg said a guy got stabbed <laughs> while he was on stage last time, and the, all the security, the guards, had to leave to go attend to that. So it was just him and the inmates for a half hour. I'm not really? excited about that. That can't be true. Damn. I don't know Dude, if that's Berg Berg to get I don't know. It could Berg be Berg lying. Berg, Berg, this guy wants to suck that. Oh, God, he's coming at me. Berg was hiding that fucking Star David tattoo. Yeah, yeah he was. Look at these two fruits right here. He goes, oh, he's getting up. He's getting up. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, the footage too of getting shanked, like because you get it's like a little tiny stab. Yeah. You get stabbed yeah, yeah. a bunch. They come yeah, yeah. up and fucking stab. <laughs> it's like you can try yeah, you're to get killing, away killing. Oh my god, you're killing me! Yeah, you like try. Yeah, to your hop first away reaction is just like ow, 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 yeah, ow, ow, ow. And you're like, yeah. oh, it's my liver. You're even pinching. You're like, stop! It's hurt. That hurts. Oh my god, I'm dying. Oh my god, I'm dead. That's like the. It sounds like the ramblings of a serial killer. It does, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna Johnny Cash it though. I'm gonna go all black. You gotta, and then just go like that. That's your version yeah. of Johnny Cash. You, you just walk around. Suit. Yeah, you just walk around like a quiet, uh, you know, like hallway before, and they're like, they're ready for you, Mister Gillis. <laughs> like I was just yeah. saying things like casual, like, hey, you guys shower together. Who's had the biggest dick in here? Yeah, <laughs> oh, just dude. wait for an answer. Yeah, you should do it, dude. That'd be What's so funny. You guys, you, you, guys, you guys ever kiss? You ever seen? A, you ever seen a black dick? The guy goes. I will not answer that question. Why not? Why well, are you afraid if you if you acknowledge it, you're going to have to suck it? This guy, right? Anyway, just keep moving <laughs> on. Dude, I told you, I'm not going to say his name. There was a host in Philly, one of two raised rooms, that introduced me one time by being, he's like, this is his exact words before he introduced me. I'm the only white guy in the room. He's like, uh, he's like, how many of y'all been to jail before? And like three dudes rose their hand. And he's like, y'all three faggots have been raped. 
Anyway, <laughs> the next comic <laughs> came on stage like, what the Immediately fuck was that, Immediately know who dude? that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. one of my, my first show away from a comedy club ever that went really bad at Roy's Comfort Zone in North Philly was Buck the Fuck Wild hosting. Well, well I'll go ahead and tell you this. That's exactly who that was. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That's crazy because it's probably, this is these are... 20 years apart, maybe, yeah, these two he's still, he's still burying white guys with incredibly horrible intros. He goes, he brought me up after, he, he wasn't doing that great, but he goes, all right, y'all, this next dude from Broad Nowney, he the, he's like, he the blackest motherfucker I've ever met, and I know what he's trying to say, he's trying to be funny, but the crowd's not getting him, really, and he goes, you motherfucker went to Martin Luther King High School, make a crap some noise for the blackest motherfucker I know. Big J. And then I went out there, and the, the crowd was just confused more than anything. Yeah. And he hated me. And you're like, what, why you got, are you setting me up to fail? Like, he got in like a weird... fight with a lady the one time he introduced me. This, this lady was on a date with a white guy, and he was just in her ass for it. And then he was like, <laughs> she started talking shit back to him, and he was like, bitch. He's like, you think I'm afraid to hit a motherfucking bitch? <laughs> she was like, I'm from Jersey, motherfucker. He's like, I know you're from Jersey with that dusty-ass dress, bitch. <laughs> Your next comic <laughs> brought so me on. Funny. A guy like, named a guy named Black Shogun. Well, his name is Gene. <laughs> Gene. That's true. Gene the Black Shogun. Gene the Black Shogun. Yo, you want to go by Genius? Nah. These are the Philly Shogun. days. What's cooler? Black ninjas. These are the Philly days of like the beard having like yeah, almost like a mascara all around it and the sheen. He was one of those guys. And we went and uh, did Sweet Cheeks, which was Kev's room, Kevin Hart's room at one point. And then uh, and when Kev started kind of having stuff to do, like other people, I'd host sometimes, or Black Shogun hosted this time, and he was on there. And just some straight-up, like, enemies of his were in the audience. <laughs> and they're, they're going at it for real on stage. He goes, all right, motherfucker, we'll keep talking shit. He goes, all right, then I'm going to bring the first comic on, then let's see where you're at there, motherfucker. And he goes, first comic come to stage, Jay Okerson. Drops the microphone, and it goes in the audience, and they start fighting. <laughs> like, it's a fucking four-man fucking fight, and then the security runs over, and they're pulling What were you doing? Uh, making jaw, my like, like, I, I got twenty bucks in the black guys. That's funny, and it's like shit like that. Like I was just trying to get through, and that's it. And then they ended the show eventually. But it was like that's so funny. He goes, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Give me two seconds. I'm gonna bring up this guy. Then I'm gonna kill you and your family. Jokes it. <laughs> yeah, jumping off. So also, people are not afraid. XM, performs in clubs and colleges goes, across the country. I'm you still, you, kill you, you at the punchline? I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm gonna kill you. It's a final stage. You at the punchline? It's exactly what happened, dude. He, and when it, and when it's all over, by the way, talk about living in conflict. Conflict and not being like a weird step in your day. If if the four of us were in a fight with four other dudes outside right now, it'd be mostly what we talked about this whole week. And then you tell it every like five years. And yeah. then you, no, but you would I'm tell still it, talking about a fight I got in twenty three oh, years. Yeah. No, no, no. But, I mean, it will be every day for a couple weeks, and then and then that's what I was going to say. And then yeah. moving on for months, a couple times a week, it would still come up. Yeah, that thing that when it was over, I was like. Damn, Shogun, like, what the, that was, that was crazy, dude. He's like, what, all that? He goes, man, them, them, them motherfuckers ain't talking, they ain't doing shit. And you're like, well, sure, like, cool. a whole, like, the whole show had so to be you're stopped. Okay with like, it? everything's yeah. over. And he's like, he's like, moves on. He's like, he goes, he's like, yeah, man, now we just drink, dude, whatever. And I'm like, that's so funny. Yeah, Shogun, Shogun, he's got, the, the, and the, it's one of those, like, the guys left, like, we'll be back, motherfucker, we'll be back. Yeah. Like, that motherfuckers ain't coming back. I'm like, I wish he goes, would. Shogun, he goes, Shogun, what was that fight? He goes, oh. Man, that was a misunderstanding. We we cool. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. He goes, oh, sure I can't. That's just my... Man, I thought... You know what? I thought he asked me a question. He's asking his friend a question. Yeah. Anyways. What was that, sir? That's my... What's that, What's that, man? That ain't shit. Is that... That's my niece's baby you daddy, You that man. new joke. That was new, right? The $20 on a black guy? That was new? 
That's good. I like, I like where you're going. Like, you know, I took, a, I took a fist to the face right as you were saying that. He was the host of the show when I got jumped by the promoters in in uh, Ocean City, New Jersey. <laughs> well, you got beat up by the promoters? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> I, I, I'd already stuck up. I, we can end on this, too, I guess. We, uh, I'd stuck up for myself by being berated from Keith and Kevin Hart. Keith Robinson and Kevin Hart made fun of me because of Javon Pearson. Did that name ring any bells in Philly? No. He went to jail, I think, for a child molestation. Oh, huh. huh. Piece of shit guy. Real piece of shit guy. Another guy who had Make a sure shot. Make sure you got that charge right, though, Jay. Before you toss yeah. that out on the airwaves. <laughs> yeah, dude. Is Chris, look it up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a Javon child molester. Yeah, Javon, look it up. Okay. Javon Pearson. I'm, not, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just, almost certain of it. He, he, he just went, keeps saying I like it. Go, child molester. <laughs> Convicted child molester. <laughs> I think so. But he went to jail for a little bit for some shit. But he got a... I know I'm asking you, to, it's probably a hard name to look up. Javon Pearson's all kinds of crazy spelling. She was yeah. running back for the South Carolina Gamecocks? He <laughs> goes, no. I'll tell you this. Uh, no apostrophe, I don't believe. Um, but he uh, he had a show, and, and he was fucking me over. And, like, and then I, I found out through Kev, circumstantially, that the guy was fucking me over. He kept having me come back every week, and I would not go to New York to do that show because it was money. It was supposed to be 300 bucks. He gave me a hundred bucks. Come back next week. I'll give you two hundred bucks. Hey, you want to go on? I'll give you an extra hundred bucks, and you'll give you three hundred bucks now. Go on stage. Come off. All right, here's a hundred bucks. Now I owe you four hundred. But that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And it was getting into like by the time it was done, it was like he owed me five hundred bucks, and I've been paid like a hundred and fifty bucks. And he kept having me come back, and then he told Kev something like, "Come down and do the show." Kev says, "I think the mo- I've heard the money's not right there, Javon." And he was like, "The money's fine. Don't listen to that shit, man." He goes, and plus he goes. He said it was like speakerphone thing. He was like, "If he, he goes, plus if there's a, if we don't have enough money, make enough money from the door or whatever, I just won't pay Jay again." <laughs> and so then, I and went then to he like, beat you up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I went down there and threatened him. Yeah, and it worked. Nice. Like he, even the security guys there. The thing is, going there week after week, I made nice with the security. You know the story. Yeah, I made nice with the security guard, like enough. His name was Jerome. Or a big guy, looked like DJ K. Slay, but he was like a nice enough guy too. We were just bullshitting, and I'd done well when I went on stage, so it wasn't like I wasn't hated by everybody there. Even though it was like Chester, it was a bad area. It's called Boots and Bonnets. Was Where, the name of the fucking place in Ocean City? No, no, no. Oh. This is uh, what what happened first. I'm saying why. Oh, I thought, oh I'm sorry. Why yeah, I thought yeah. to stick up for myself is all this is about. If that wasn't clear, I'm sorry, but like. <laughs> I stuck up for myself with this guy, and I was like, I'm going to fucking get my money. And it, was, it became like an almost physical thing, and the guy and he ended up paying me my money. He was nice. like, well, he's like, you're done here, man. You never come back here again. I'm like, fuck, why would I want to come back here? And, and I left. Yeah. felt very confident. Very shortly after that, I'm waiting to go to the show in Ocean City, New Jersey. Let's meet at the Laugh House, says Black Shogun. At 8 o'clock for this, I'm pretty sure it's like a 9 o'clock show we're supposed to be doing. Cut to 10.30 or whatever. I'm waiting at the Laugh House still. He shows up finally with, like, girls or something that he was with. Uh, and it's not like girls for us. These are black women who would have no interest in me ever. I drive myself. Then I'm just driving myself anyway. He was supposed to ride with me, but now the girls are driving him down. So I'm just following them. We get there hours and hours late. Promoters are furious. They stop dancing. Everybody dancing at this nightclub to do a comedy show that goes horribly. And then Black Shogun just goes back into the mix dancing and talking to chicks. And I want to leave. And I tried to get uh, paid. And they gave me $50 of the 100 I was supposed to make. And I was like, here we go again. People trying to fuck with my money. And he goes, sorry about that, man. You know, it's just 
long night. We didn't count the money or nothing yet, so this is all we got for you. And I was like, nah, I was told it was 100 bucks. Like, let me get the 100 and I want to get out of here. I think I even lied and said I was living in New York. I was like, I got to drive back to New York, man. And uh, but I still live in Philly or South Jersey. He was like, man, I was like, we ain't got. And then I was just like, I got firm enough to be like, yo, dude. I'm like, this is bullshit. This is a packed club. It's your night. You're doing it here. We did the show, man. I, we were late because the host didn't show. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it happened. So give me my money, please. And, let, and we're arguing. And then the guy, I always oh, should have known this. You've heard the story before, Dan. I'm sorry, but like it's such no. a funny like. Oh, he gave me a fifty dollar bill. <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah, you know what, man, you're right. Yeah, you're right, man. Let me get you your money, man. And he goes, let me get the fifty back. I'm gonna get you a hundred dollar bill. And so I give him the fifty back, and then he didn't come back with hundred dollar. He came back with two other guys. And <laughs> yeah, <he just> fucking <laughs> circled What'd me. What you think I was, was gonna happen? Yeah, well, like, I, I'll tell you what happened. happened. I'll tell you what happened. What happened was I was standing in that DJ booth, it was like a raised elevated DJ booth, but boxed in, closed in. You can't see anything going on there in the club. And it's very, it was tight and small. And, and all I remember was there was a pack of Newport hundos on like the, you know, DJ booth or whatever up there. And when they, when those guys left, how dumb I am. When those guys left, he goes, give me like the I'll go get you a hundred dollar bill. I went, thank you. And he leaves the room and I was like, I'm going to grab one of these Newport hundos over here. Probably goes, 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 that's it. Now, you know, the days of taking shit are over, man. <laughs> Dude, what a you you owe me money? I'm getting my fucking money. And Did then he just came in and I go, what's up, guys? It's like famous last words. And he just like grabbed me. And like, I just, it was, like, it was like a scrum for me to get out. And I just got out. I was able to Damn. get out and into the mix of the club. And like they didn't follow me out. But like it sucked. Oh. Dude, that's so funny. Smoking that cigarette. And you go, you're just talking to yourself. Leaning Dude, back totally. And you go, Ah, it's good to come into your own. <laughs> yeah. Let people know. Wait, that Black Shogun didn't Goodbye, help boy Jay. Hello, man Jay. <laughs> you know, my real bar mitzvah happened in a DJ booth at a black club. <laughs> I'm a man. Who do? I can't believe Shabbat, Shabbat, Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. You go, oh, they walk back in and you first just go, do you guys want five? I'll take 520s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 520s yeah, yeah. works. Yeah, just for the record, before you worry about we're saying mean things, Javon Pearson, a registered sex offender in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right. He goes, man, I pissed on a playground. Yeah. He's 59 now. Wow, it's crazy. Man, he was, uh, Mets used to make me laugh so hard because he was one of the guy, the local Philly guys that would like, you were supposed to revere him, but you weren't really quite sure why. Like Michael Blackson we sort of got, and then we got next Friday, everyone's like, oh, well, Michael Blackson's one of the guys from Philly. But Javon Pearson, we never understood. And then when they told you finally, it was like, he was in the back. Well, there was one guy who was making fun of, Rich Salter. He's a very nice guy. But his credit was he was on the show Living Single. And it was like, Mets could always say, he goes, this guy played a chair in Living Single. Or something. <laughs> and Javon Pearson, same thing. It was like when they were at the college, like that place where they would eat and work at or whatever. Like Javon Pearson was like in the background, like dancing one day. Like he was just like a guy in the back. And these guys would use him as like credits. Yeah, those are heavy credits. Those are pretty cool credits, though. Living Single. Background people of Living Single in front Not of one of us has it. Nope. But, um. But yeah, Javon Pearson, yeah, not a good guy. The Philly scene was wild when it was like the black scene was there like that. I mean, I guess it's moved over to the punchline to some degree. Yeah. Uh, no. Warm daddies. Yeah, warm daddies. Well, that's two ratio, yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, nothing that heavy anymore. Yeah. Well, boy. No more black yeah, showguns. What a relaxed no episode, dude. I feel like I've been taking a nap this whole show. That's funny you it's say nice that. And I hope you enjoyed it. Cozy we've, we've in here. It. A long time. It's a nice a cozy chat. What a, what yeah. a cozy chat it's on the long It's a fun chat with three of my good pals. Is there Look anything you want to plug, Shane? Uh, just Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Go download it. Bees? Yeah, just check my social media. Uh, At Brian666 with the S. 
Uh, go to BigJComedy.com for the You Gotta Want It tour. Uh, dates coming up in Edmonton, Albany, all over the place. BigJComedy.com for all tour dates. And Soder.com on tour all of 2020 with dates coming up in San Diego this yes. weekend. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, this place when I'm in L.A., so San Francisco. He was Man, San Diego was great, though. So great. Remember how great it was? So fun. And now he's going to San Francisco. How about them apples? Woo! Uh, and then we'll be back live Monday? Monday I'm out because I have billions, but we'll be back live. I'll be back. Such confusing timelines. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, man. And we'll catch you next time on The Bonfire. Crackle, crackle. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry.